Hello and welcome to this episode of the Super Fun Time Club. This is our football special. I'm your host, Stephen, and with me today we've got Dave. Hello there. And our super special guest, Wes. Hello. Super special. That's super. Well, you've been mentioned a couple of times before on the podcast, haven't you, Wes? So, um, I have. Yeah, so I have. Our, our many regular listeners might even be uh, familiar with you. If not the man, then the legend. <laughs> yeah, our one or two listeners. Although I'm, I'm quite concerned that you've been on the show is uh, really going to hit us hard with our number of listeners because you're most of them. So I am, yes. But you know, well, he'll, listen, he'll listen to it twice because he's on it. Yeah, so. exactly. He'll listen to it because you're on it now. And then you'll be showing your mum and stuff. So, you know, it's all good. Go worldwide. So, guys, what have you been up to? Um, well, Dave, what have you been up to since the last podcast? Uh, working, um, being bored out of my mind, playing the odd game. I mean, there's not much to tell, is there? Like, we, we can't actually do anything at the moment. No, we cannot. We're still uh, in the midst of lockdown, although it's easing a little bit. Um, see my mum for the first time in uh, about three months. Oh yeah, so my mum as well. Was yeah, I don't know if that's against the rules. Um, if it is, then you're allowed. You're cop. allowed to. You're allowed to see them outside, and from tomorrow, you're allowed to uh, meet up in groups of six. But again, outside. It's nice we're documenting this for a. You, you know, if an alien civilization ever comes down to earth. Oh yeah, I'm gonna. Be, a, I'm gonna. I'm gonna put this yeah. on. Um, I'm gonna put this on an eight track and put it in a time capsule. Yeah, yeah, millions of years time. They come down, they dig up this time capsule, and they can learn all about lockdown. Learn about all about podcast. your mum and your yeah. podcast habits. I, I like to think this is the um, the uh, authority on lockdown news. This podcast. Imagine if this is all that's left. Something goes wrong, and the only thing left is this podcast to, for someone to learn about what the world was like. I think everyone just sits uh... inside playing video games. <laughs> what is this mad Professor Moriarty? It must be some kind of god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so Wes, when uh, so when we've all started the podcast, we uh, sort of gave a background of uh, you know what 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 um, consoles we are fond of, uh, our history in gaming. So, do you want to just uh, introduce yourself to yourself, <laughs> our only <laughs> listener? Do you want to just introduce yourself when you're listening to this back? It's like will, a job interview. <laughs> Yeah, um, I've mainly been uh, playing on PC. No, no, um, no, in in life, not not just not just the in past life. Week. So, oh, the past know. week is PC. Yeah, yeah. No, I started so, off so gaming. I started off with the PlayStation One. So what sort of then, year was this? What oh, year, God? Year Nin- God. Year God. <laughs> Nine, mid to late nineties. Can't remember what year it was. So you're you're a little bit younger than us. So a bit younger, yeah. You're, you're more, more around uh, Oliver's age. I am exactly Oliver's age. You're exactly Oliver's age. So, so the, yeah, I remember getting the PS1 for Christmas and it came with Tekken. Tekken 1. Tekken 1, nice. Did it, did it have a big bow around it? I think it, it might have done. Might have done. Good. But then. Um... Good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Christmas I was, was done correctly. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I've been mainly a PlayStation player until I discovered PC. I've dabbled with with some Nintendo consoles, um, and with Xbox mainly Xbox 360. But I've always been with PlayStation, really. So other than uh, other than football games, what sort of genres of games do you tend to lean towards? 
really like strategy games. I've I've always played strategy games. Um, I don't really play many single player games nowadays. It's mainly just multiplayer stuff. You're like a social butterfly, aren't you? I am. Yes, I fly around. Yeah, you seem to be quite big on your shooters and MMOs. Yeah, accurate. I play a lot, a lot of multiplayer shooters. I used to play MOBAs. I don't really anymore. Um, digital card games, MMOs. If it's multiplayer, you play it basically. Pretty much, yeah, pretty much. Although I did recently uh, finish the Mortal Kombat 11 story. And how was that? That was really good. Mortal Kombat 11's got like some theme on our show now, like a part three of the Mortal Kombat 11 <laughs> story. These last three podcasts will be known as the Mortal Kombat trilogy. <laughs> yeah, will be. I will never mention it again. Yeah, so when you, whenever you hear people referring to the Mortal Kombat trilogy, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, th- these three podcasts. These three podcasts, yeah. Um, so what's your all-time favourite game, Wes? My all-time favourite game is Warcraft 3. Warcraft 3. Reigns of Chaos. Good choice. And you were very, very happy with the remaster? Absolutely. <laughs> you <start laughs> playing that much? Um, uh, I've stopped playing it because I, I played it with my cousin. Uh, and he's now transitioned over to World of Warcraft. Right, okay. Because he's, he's just finished the story again on Warcraft 3 Reforged, and now he wants more sort of Warcraft story to do. So he's jumped over to World of Warcraft with me. I'm going through through that at the moment. You've been joining Oliver on World of Warcraft? I have, yes. I have. You can't, you can't be, be on there without meeting Oliver, I assume. No, I always come across him. Yeah. yeah hang around in the same... Hang out in the same taverns, don't you? And uh... do yeah, drink mead. Yeah. Obviously, the theme of this episode is football because uh, the Premier League is returning. Yay! Yay! Uh, so I thought we'd get a nice uh, football-related podcast in to get people hyped up. So that's the... yeah. Or if anybody's listening from the US, soccer. Yeah, podcast. So- soccer podcast yeah. for for most of our audience, apparently. It's at least most of our audience is in the US. Um... Yeah, if it's not Wes, it's some woman in the US. <laughs> Sheila, where's not Sheila? Our viewers. Although we do, we'd like to point out we do welcome all viewers, even um, middle-aged women in the US. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to be called Wes or Sheila. Uh, anyway, I think show one came up helps. the other day from. I think we got someone from the Netherlands listening the other day. So I assume they clicked on it by mistake. Uh, so I was going to say something in Dutch, but. Yeah, well, they probably uh, started listening to the podcast and thought, it's all Dutch to me, and closed it again. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Hey. Hey. Um, So, uh, guys, I just wanted to let listeners know who you uh, support in terms of football. So, Wes? I support Manchester United and AS Roma. Interesting. Dave? Um, Huddersfield Town. That's, That's quite a recent thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, I thought we'd get into this a bit later. Um, well, no, we're getting into it's, it now. it's complicated. <laughs> um, at, at the moment, I support Huddersfield Town. Um, I have, at various points in my life, um, felt like I've been a supporter of Manchester United and uh, Bradford City. But um, for the last year, I've been uh, going to the St. John Stadium to see Huddersfield Town uh, scrabble uh, to stay in the championship. Okay, and uh, I, I support Arsenal. Um and I, I guess I, I kind of support Bradford City and Leeds United, but so the first ever game I went to see was um, 
Bradford City versus Notts County at Wembley back in 92, I think. Um, at Wembley? At Wembley, yeah, that was for the, the playoff final. Oh, wow. Uh, so that, that was my first ever game. Um, my So my dad and brother both support Leeds United, um, but because I had always had kind of a rivalry with my brother at stuff that I, I refused to support Leeds United. Um, and also, I wasn't I wasn't mega into football. Basically, the way I ended up spotting Arsenal, um, I remember I was collecting football stickers at school because even though if you didn't like football, everyone loved football stickers. And um, oh, yeah. I think one of my friends said he spotted either, it was either Tottenham or Southampton. So I was just like, oh, I'll just copy him. And then someone put me on the spot at school and was like, oh, who do you spot? And my friend wasn't around to ask. So I was just like, um, and then they, they opened the football annual and I think the Arsenal were the first ones. So I was like, I have them. And uh, <laughs> so I just stuck with them. I thought, you know, there's a time in your life where you've got to pick something and stick with it. So at, uh, I guess I was probably 10 years old. That was when I decided I've, I've made my bed. I'm sticking with Arsenal. And then, yeah, 25 years later, I've uh, stuck with them through and through. It's probably a similar reason why my favourite word is aardvark. So a lot of things happen, though, isn't it? Yeah, that's, how, that's how most things happen. Good old yeah. first pages of things. All right, so Dave, do you want to tell your story? Well, okay, so my first um, football match that I went to was also Bradford City. Um, it wasn't quite um, the glitz and glamour of Wembley. It was at Valley Parade. And I think at the time, um, uh, there would have been not Premiership in, uh, what was it, was it Old League 1? Old League 2? Whatever the championship was called before it became the championship, I believe. Yeah, so back in like 92, pre-92, pre right. was it? Yeah, I mean, it was never a conscious choice to go. Um, I used to get dropped off at my grandma's um, as a young teenager um, while my parents went to work um, on a weekend. Uh, that was usually Saturday, and one of my uh, uncles um, was a big Bradford City supporter, so I ended up going along with him. You said uncles, like, it's not really an uncle, but it's like someone your mum's sleeping with or something. Is that <laughs> <laughs> an uncle? Or... Well, it, it was um, my... Oh, this is complicated. It was my uh, stepdad's at the time. He's not around anymore. His brother's son. Okay, so nothing, basically. I think. Yeah, so well, just, yeah, I suppose he's like a cousin. It, it was an older man who was vaguely related to me. That makes him an uncle in my book. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I went along to see a few Bradford City matches. I don't remember being su super interested in it at the time. Um, I remember uh, Steve, uh, Steve, my brother, who, who is usually on these podcasts, if it's something to do with what things he actually likes. Um, he, he used to fall asleep quite regularly at these matches. It was just something to do um, on a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just to let the listeners know, the reason why Oliver and Steve are not on this, I've not even bothered to invite them. They just they don't like football. So yeah. it, it, it might be good having... It might have been good having a dissenting voice. <laughs> on yeah, the podcast, I maybe. Suppose. I thought, you know, I thought we'd, people like football. Let's get a nice positive. We've already got, you know, some rivalries going. Let's just, let's keep out the anti-football on the football podcast. Anyway, carry on. Yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so, yeah, went went to a few Bradford City matches. Um, I think at some point I must have started to to like them. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd go to a few more of them. Um, but 
uh, being a kid growing up in, uh, so I, I would have been the right age to follow football, maybe at the turn of the 90s, uh, early 90s. And I remember Manchester United being on television a lot. Um, I think they were playing in the, the Champions League or whatever that was called at the time. Um, so I just naturally, grav- European Cup, yeah. So I just naturally gravitated to them. Um, you, you know, it wasn't hard to catch them on TV and they was they were representing us in Europe um, against other elite sides. So, um, yeah, I, I, spent a, I spent a lot of time following Man United and I would have called them my favourite team. Uh, still also going to see Bradford City when I could. <laughs> Um, I, I fell out of love with football for, uh, I, th- I think, probably at least a decade where I um, did very little watching of club football. I always watched the uh, the World Cups and the European Championships. I kept up with international football. But it's it's only been fairly recently I've got back into club football. And since I now live in Huddersfield, I know this would make me a, a, the, the scum of the earth to some people, but I've abandoned my home team club. And, um, what happens if you move again? Yeah, you know, it's just, you it's, just, um, it's, it's just like 10 miles away. I, I suppose I could get there every weekend if I wanted to, but I'm just around the corner from the John Street's, uh, John Smith Stadium. So I decided, you know, fresh start, let's um, let's support the team where I'm living now. And uh, I've, I've been uh, to see yeah. all of Huddersfield's home <laughs> games this season before the lockdown. Like like a mercenary of support. Well, I, I imagine I'll have a fondness for um, Huddersfield still, in, in the same way I've still got a fondness for Bradford City, but I, w- I would probably start going to see the... So uh, if, if you're an owner the, the, of a football the club, club of the team, and you'd like a new fan... The, the club of the city that I was living in at the time. Uh, just put a bit of money your way, and just, just like a player, he'll come join your team. <laughs> I mean, I think, I, I think at the end of the day, I like... <laughs> jobs for life yeah, I think at the end of the day, I like watching football more <laughs> than I like any particular team. <laughs> yeah, just you like me. You like me added by yeah, just buy me a flight somewhere like I, I don't know Lincoln, and uh, you know I'm I'm I'm, I'm Lincoln City <laughs> bottom bread. Yeah, so I mean, myself, I I didn't really. Um, but you know, I, I don't get an awful lot of time to myself probably, these days. So watching, if I can travel um, a short until, distance to a football ground, um, and feel involved with something, that's probably like going to override. I any, did kind of watch it with my friend in the late I've, I've been called out um, on this, kind of thing. but not not much. I suppose so. I'm, um, I'm a journeyman. I never really I call it in, in football. Never really got it. I never understood it too much. Um, so it wasn't until about yeah, just after I'd finished university, and when when I properly started watching Arsenal and trying to pretty much watch every game on TV and and it's definitely a different experience when you start doing that. You go from people saying, oh, I asked the last last night and you don't care to ask the last last night and you're like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> and and you, you, proper, you, you, you take it to heart a lot more when you, uh, when you dedicate a lot more of your life to it. So where's what about you? So you've got Bro- Roma and Manchester United. Very interesting choices there. What what went on there? Oh yeah. Hmm. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. So so that was like I said before. That was when I was ten. So that would have been nineteen ninety four. Sure. Um. So I did I did watch a little bit of um, like the Dennis Burkampian and Wright. Um, sort of era. Can I just ask, actually, um, before we move on to Wes, my, you, my you said you got into Arsenal through United, collecting football so we had a bit of a You weren't doing that as, early, as recently 90s, as 2006, was but it? Then, um, I mean, I, I imagine you chose them as your team quite a long time before you started watching them. 2000, I kind of trailed off, so I never really saw any of the sort of um, Thierry Henry stuff or anything like that. 
maybe. Okay, so Wes? I don't actually remember how I started to spot Man United. I just remember all of a sudden I did. Right, <laughs> okay. Someone just so. implanted a memory into your head and you suddenly that was your... Well, you probably can. Uh, we still have that rivalry now. Um, the rivalry for sixth place. <laughs> I'll have a check now. In the Premier League. Um, no, I remember. I remember having a sort of. Um, I don't know what you call them. So like, sort of like an encyclopedia of the season when they won the treble. Okay. And it had all the like players in it and the journey and everything. So was like that like ninety nine? Was that ninety nine? Have you I checked? You're not a cyborg. Um, and I remember having. Manchester United wallpaper where it had all the players' signatures on it. Not actual signatures, obviously, but... That would have taken ages. (laughs) (laughs) The entire wall. Um, But yeah, I had like a a strip going around my uh, room with all the player signatures and everything. And I just... It just seemed to happen. And I've supported them since. And have you been to see them? I've never seen them, no. I've never never seen them. I mean, I have seen Arsenal a couple of times. I saw them... I went to see him. My dad took me to see him um, in Derby because he had some family in Derby. So I went to see uh, my first ever Arsenal match in, I think it was probably about 96. Um, and it was a nil-nil draw, so that didn't really entice me to want to watch football. Uh, and then I went to go see them when I was actually into it. So I went to go see them in uh, 2010. Um, and that was in the um, the uh, Champions League qualifier. So that was yeah, that was good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Well, uh, what are you saying, Wes, about um, not really understanding why you got into Man United? I can kind of. I kind of uh, sympathise with that they because were. I remember, um, like, remember they're just such an appealing team to like, to a young guy. I think aren't they? You know, they've like, got the branding right, the Red Devils. Absolutely, always had some kind of um, interesting <laughs> characters. Playing but, uh, yeah, it's just uh, the they are personality. Quite, they're quite a magnetic the, sort of team. Like uh, maybe a bit less so these days, but uh, yeah, kind of topped when, off when they did when win the treble, beaters, when they beat Bayern Munich. They were England's great white hope for winning anything like this. That was yeah, it's mine as well. But I think that's it's just. I hated it. <laughs> yeah, it was great. So unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably one of my yeah, favourite footballing I, moments. I think I from what I remember, I did watch that. It's very, uh, very vague, but I think I did watch that live. <laughs> Yeah, that's I remember cool. watching it in my front room that with is, a couple of friends, yeah, and when um, Saltshire scored that late <laughs> winner, I sort of jumped out of my seat Did and I pushed the air and I hit the, the uh, ceiling chandelier to a, type a thing, and, it, and uh, yeah, nearly broke my hand. No, no. Um, I, I, the thing is, I was never, I was never interested in kind of going to watch them. Weirdly, yeah. I was. It was more of well, you had the encyclopedia. I just supported them, and kind of that's it. Yeah, that's what it was like for me. Most of my support came down to video games because I needed a team to pick when I played the video games. Yeah. Which is a nice. Oh, you say, yeah, why Roma? Yeah. Yeah, what's that? Why Roma? Uh, t- to be fair, I think Roma Roma came from FIFA. Right. Um, it was a sort of a mixture of 
FIFA and the fact that I love Rome and sort of ancient Rome and I love all I kind of grew up loving the history and everything. So I was really into uh, AC Milan for a few years. Um, but yeah. again, and that, that was because of uh, Sensible World of Soccer. Because um, I just, I, I think I just liked the kits and George Weyer was awesome. He was. Uh, yeah. And yeah, I was, I was, that was pretty much all that came down yeah. to. So I, I, I was quite into them for about five years. And then uh, I remember seeing Arsenal play them and then I hated them. So. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. I I kind of picked them on FIFA, and I've always liked uh, Francesco Totti as a player. Oh, he yeah. was sort of their star player for many many years, about fifteen years I think. Um, but it's kind of only within the last few years that I've actually um started to follow them and try and watch the games if yeah. I can find them and kind of keep up with it. Um. But yeah, that that kind of came from came from nowhere. But yeah, I follow them now as well as Man United. But I, I like you, I had sort of a big lapse in my football interest, where I'd kind of moved over to the NFL, and I stopped following any. We do any not talk about American football on this football podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I think I I always every now and again I yeah, have a look I think for some people they just um but no I really got into the NFL. Yeah, they just most people are, have been into some kind of uh, sport as a kid, usually for no, the well, UK, then um Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, there seems to be a lot of people who just didn't bother with it for a good decade and then slowly kind of found their way back to it. <laughs> no, no one cares. <laughs> 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 okay, so we'll uh, we'll transition that into the actual games then. So, um, so, so, so for myself, my, my brother was um, really football mad. He had all the, I was he had all the Leeds United football. Um, I'm going to say what's the reasons for that, but uh, we had like Sabutio. <laughs> we probably shouldn't get into why we support every team in every football around. <laughs> I think he played for like the school team and stuff. Um, whereas myself, um. I, I remember trying out for the school team, but I was I was, I was never very good. I never I could I could pass okay, and that was probably about it. I never did any. I couldn't really dribble too well. I certainly couldn't shoot. O- only two weeks ago, I kicked a ball with my laces for the first time. I never understood what people were trying to tell me as a kid when they were saying kick it with your laces. I'd always like get the, the bottom of my foot stuck in the ground and hurt myself, and I never never understood it until I obviously bend your foot. Um. So yeah, I did that for the first time two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that makes a lot more sense." Um, oh yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you guys play much football as, as a kid? I, I tried it recently while playing a, an arcade football game in a in a bowling alley. Um, so one of those where you where you have to kick a ball into a net quite far away, and I I just couldn't get it in the net using my laces. I mean, I remember that's kind of what you had to do, but it just kind of flew too high, straight straight into the the roof of the uh, game. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Brilliant. Um, so I, they always used to be two camps in our playground. There was the, the good football players who had a chance of actually getting into the school team, and, and they play with a proper football on the grass. And there'd be a, a group of us, uh, sort of, you know, enthusiasts, um, but not not very good uh, like three uh, players who like would play with a tennis ball against a wall in some other part. In some other part of the playground. Yeah, we, we were we were saying like I, I was playing in sort of first school, middle school, high school and playground. No, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah, like playing. It was, uh, it was the, doing things the like good people. It, it, it was never sort of an end to end kind of game. I think it was, like, it was always the mediocre. Uh, what's the game where you? Uh, and then we had this really uh, crappy little like, corner. Well, we did, at least we had a proper and football. And it's every man for themselves. Just had like a really cuppy, small area. There was a lot of cuppy going on. Just cuppy. And I was, I was, I was absolutely terrible at that because I couldn't shoot. Which so. Not being able to shoot and playing cuppy when all you're good at is passing or crossing is absolutely useless. So we do we do we do either cuppy or heads and volleys, and I couldn't head or volley. So I was having a great time. So because of that, I ended up having to be in net most of the time because I, I couldn't shoot. So I was I ended up. I think I find I feel like with most goalkeepers, it's probably the same thing. You can't really play football very well, so you just buy your own pair of gloves. And then suddenly it seems like you want to be a goalie. You're like, no, nah, it's not because I'm rubbish at football. It's because I want to be a goalie. So, it, it, well, no, but if, if that's your only choice, then I, I just figured steer into the skid. So, yeah, I bought, my, uh, bought myself a pair of gloves and I just turned up with my gloves and then getting goal. And I wasn't too, I, mean, I don't think I've ever dived to, to save a ball in my life. But, like, I wasn't too bad at, like, shot stopping with my feet and hands. But I couldn't really. <laughs> catch or throw well, no, nobody or wants dive. to be the goalie so do they? Best goalie. Um, but i was i was i was as good as you could do on a um on a gravel well not even gravel like a a uh, tarmacked area like no one's diving there anyway so kind of got away with it <laughs> yeah Yeah, I, I, I um, went through a phase of, uh, you know, I suppose it's like being the being the healer in a, yeah. in an MMO or something. Nobody really wants to do it, but if if you choose it and you own it, uh, you, you can make it your own thing. Did you have your own glove? Um, I I I think it was towards oh, wow. the end of um, upper school. I I started going in the net as a matter yeah. of course because I I could never do anything outfield. I don't think I was that bad at anything in particular, but I was just I was just fat and unable to keep up with everybody else. I think was the main problem, um, but I, I actually got quite good. I, it got to a point where they they would start picking me. Sort of, I I, I never had my own gloves. No, I'd probably use the the old um, shitty ones from the lost property or something like that. Um, but yeah, yeah. yeah um, in the P uh, sessions, I, I did start getting picked quite regularly, quite early on, which was quite gratifying. And they asked me to represent my class in goal for like a. Um, uh, <laughs> well, when I think about it, it's kind of weird how like um, bad I am at football. Kind of I've job. always, so I, I, I think uh, probably uh, over, over the last, you know, that, last that ten years was what I was good like, at. I'd always played it. Like even after I, I never, I never managed. So I always played it in school, and once getting in the way, school had finished, and I got of, a job. Um, like screaming shots like and things like that. About with people from I think that's why I got into wrestling later in life because I didn't mind taking a bit of punishment. I've been on a team in like girls when I was in the job after that. Um. And then yeah, in the last ten years, it's kind of I'm kind of not bothered. But I've always kind of played it. I've just 
always been terrible for some reason and ended up in goal. So I don't know why. I think my problem is I never never watched it, so I just never understood how you do things and what you should be doing. Uh, it wasn't until I stopped kind of playing that I started watching it, so that, that probably didn't it, help. It was probably the tennis so ball. Hold yourself, like, if we never actually got my, to play uh, with uh, exactly the decent ball. I, I think if we did try exactly, and play with right. a, an actual football, the, exactly, yeah. the, I'll, I'll just use Dave's card and then just stick a pin to it. Dub your name over the top. Save us some time. No, it's the same. I chose to be in the net because I... I guess I've like, like Dave said, it's like I've, I've, well, I've always liked some sort of support roles with. and kind of helping. So I thought I'll, I'll go in the net. You know, fancy I, uh... being like a physiotherapist <laughs> or a cowboy or something. Well, I mean, I could true do that as well. Roles, <laughs> They're the true. <laughs> but no, I, um, I think the only difference with the Man of Dave story is I had gloves. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I had the uh, Oliver, really Oliver Khan. Uh, the Oliver Kahn signature gloves that I bought from, I think, was it JBB Sports? JJB Sports, yeah, that's where I got JBB. my gloves from as well. Yeah. Sadly missed. Yeah, you'd, yeah see, I, you'd, I, you'd uh... go in there and you'd see all like the cool kids buying like the, the football boots and stuff, and then you'd see all the nerds like us queuing up to get the gloves. That's <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Sadly missed. They've got the word girl in them. That's time to me then. You know, I, I do reckon uh, the brand of football boots that you had, which is probably connected to your family's socio-economic situation, is is a big turn off. Sort of when it comes to the early PE lessons. Like I remember getting the piss whipped out of me because I had some, I think, girl I had a pair of football boots. Girl kickers. So and, you they, know, were, they were great. <laughs> uh, you know, girl around. The, the main thing I remember is how much I hated having to clean your boots after you'd use them. And, um, you have to be like, yeah, I think that just put me off the whole experience of, of actually getting any. Usually, like, you don't want school boots. Fuck you. They kind of rotated what you did, so like you do football for two months and then you won't need them again for a year, and you come back to them after a year and they were just like absolutely crusted over. Yeah. No, no one liked to take it. And wearing those horrible, horrible pee tops. It was just like clean, sweaty, and horrible. Yeah, I, don't, I, I can vaguely remember that being a thing, but yeah, I don't, I don't I think I don't think I ever. I, I do remember that being such a pain in the ass. And also, I never liked. Um, I, I never liked taking a shower at the end of PE either. <laughs> no. All right, so um, we'll get in touch with video games then, as this is a video game podcast. So, um, yeah, or forgetting your peak all, so, so I was a lot more into football video so games than I ever was um, watching football. And probably won't be allowed these days. Up. So, as I said before, my brother was really into, into football because <laughs> uh, he was well, five years old. After doing it a couple of times, the, the pick of the games because otherwise we'd have been playing, yeah, lots of mad Professor Mariotti stuff. Um, so we we tended. Um, I don't really remember getting any on because we had a we had a we had a NES and a SNES and a Mega Drive and I don't remember playing any football games on those. Um, the main ones I remember growing up, so there was um, we had the Acorn Archimedes, 
um, which if, if you're not aware of it, it was like a, a computer, like an Amiga, um, or like a PC, I guess, but worse. Uh, right, no, no, it was, yeah, it was uh, yeah, early 90s. Um, so yeah, I had, um, so we had Manchester United and Manchester United Europe for that one. Um, that they were like sort of, as as we'll talk about later on when we talk about our review in our childhood. I, I found out recently um, that it's quite a comparable that was also to my first I'm quite shocked by that. I thought it was a lot older. Uh, football management game. Yeah, so it was Amiga level uh, system, um, wasn't I was actually talking to my brother about this the other day, and literally the only thing we can remember about Premier Manager is that it came with like a um, a scroll wheel that you had to use to get past the um, to, to get past the copyright stuff. So you got like this little wheel with kits on it, and it'd say like it'd show you a kit on the screen, and then you had to turn the wheel around and put in the numbers, so it'd let you into the game. Yeah, it was, it was quite like 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 a lot of them just had like turn to page four hundred in the manual and what what pictures there, um, but yeah, this one was it was quite um, decent for it was it like a couple a couple of uh, it's like a piece of cardboard with. Uh, sort of a clear plasticky thing over the top. Oh, so it was like um, a cardboard insert that's, that's that you got thing. with the game. I'm from Premier Manager, so I assume it was shit. on it. Because, uh, yeah, why, why would we remember that? Um, yeah, so I mean, the, the main issue with it, I guess, was that you, you had to be, you had to start in the conference. So, getting to be manager of Man United or whoever you liked probably wasn't ever going to happen. I was mainly always like Kidderminster or walking. I actually played a little bit um, of Premier Manager um, as part of the streams. But, um, I would yeah, do I mean, it was, yeah, it was, it was fun for this to podcast. get your, uh, get your um, team up. Yeah, it's pretty good for back in the day, isn't it? Figure out how to make money and stuff. And um, Yeah, it was, it, was, it was something very different to anything I'd, I'd played before. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah, what happened? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I can imagine myself losing a lot of hours into something like that if I had that as a as a younger person. Yeah. I, I mean, and I think compared to a newer game like football, yeah, manager, tended, tended um, be, there was a lot of character to it, wasn't there? So, like, you had an actual like visual representation of your and advertising um, and stuff like that. It was Premier Manager too that I played, but you could go see your CEO, who was a sexy woman. Football manager don't really do any of that kind of thing. And, and you could actually um, see the, uh, yeah, the stands was, was um, sort of that made up so your th th stadium. Th so that, put, that kind um, of takes me up to about you, you I would could say put uh, what they call like uh, advertising hoardings on them. Weren't playing any football games around then. So Dave, what are some of the up to, up to 94, what, what, what would you have been playing football-wise? So I'd, never, so I'd never even heard of this. I saw, I saw you streaming this the other day. I've never even heard of Texas Instruments. Okay, well, that, that's quite a right. wide time span, I suppose. Um, so uh, the first football game that I can remember playing, um, it, well, it's, it's either one or two games. Like, my friend had a Texas Instruments, um, old, old um, sort of uh, 
BBC micro type thing. I suppose they're most famous for making calculators. <laughs> but yeah, they did have a home console and there was um, a, a football game on that, which was um, indoor soccer, I think it was called. It had a it was a five-a-side game with stick men. Uh, when you wanted to shoot, you press the button and um, some kind of thing would rotate around the ball, indicating its trajectory. Press the button again to shoot. And it, I suppose in that respect, it was a little bit like a pinball, <laughs> I want to say. Um, it was either that or... Um, uh, Pele uh, Championship Soccer for the Atari 2600. I've got quite strong memories of playing that, probably around the same time. Um, and that was a... So I, the, I think it was supposed to be that, yeah, I did watch the stream more like a representation of real yeah, the football. One where you but it was a three-versus-three three game, essentially. Yeah, yeah, the first three one players quite interesting. in, in a, can, in a triangle can kind of formation like Pong, all together. You had um, yeah, quite a few players, and then you had that yeah that weird mechanic yeah, where you uh, sort of time so, your, Yeah, it was one of them. Time uh, shots my earliest experience. I, I don't remember being massively into it. Bouncing all over the place and you scoring on goal or something. Yeah, I think that. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was kind of like I don't know, maybe a bit like Windjammers in a way as well. That kind of, uh, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, you like to think if, if yeah. somebody. Yeah, you like to think if somebody took the idea and ran with it these days, uh, sort of put some bit of graphics in, it might make quite a fairly entertaining. Was this only controlling one person? Into party game. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, very basic version of that. Um, I, I did at some point play um, World Cup Soccer on the NES. See, I, I couldn't remember for the life of me what this game was until I actually researched it for the stream and, and the podcast. Right, okay, yeah. Um, no, uh, so so this, um, I don't think it was a levered aside, but it was a, a properly uh, Nintendo-licensed, World Cup-licensed, I think, um, game for the NES. Um, it was a lot less fun than I remember it being, uh, but the main thing that sticks out with this one uh, was that <laughs> you, there was a dedicated sort of foul button uh, where you could shove a player really, really off, like the, off the ball. And if you did it button. too many times to the same I player, they just lie down they those and die pretty much in, in the middle of the pitch and be out for the half. They just like elbow in the face or something. I remember that being quite disturbing as a kid. Like you'd be playing... A game of yeah, football, I was, I was they'd just be like that, corpses yeah. strewn around the pitch, you know, you, you which is very strange for a all. Nintendo game. The, um, the actual Nintendo licensing, yeah, Yeah, de dedicated foul, dedicated dive. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't think um, I owned any of those games. I think it was all uh, played through through uh, going around a mate's house and playing them or, or being lent them. Yeah. Um, so I, I suppose if we're going up to a meager area, um, so I don't, I don't think so I have actually there would be a few games, games of the stairs that would fall into that. There's a Although virtual soccer was the first football game that I really liked. The main, the main thing I remember from going back and playing them is um, some aside from that, put, like, um, I think I, I played a few of the FIFA games. So you like kick the ball and then hold left. The isometric ones. You end up making the ball like absolute vortex control in like a whirlwind. It was very odd. So I think.
Yeah, I mean, I'd say the main problem with like most old, um, yeah, um, old it, sort of nineties. I think the simulation games, aspect of um, it, you know, it was actually intended everyone, to be everyone fairly detailed. Back I mean, it did have the FIFA licensing, um, probably and a, a decent budget. So you basically had either the option, um, but I, I never find those really games nice very looking, nice to play. Nice I remember renting them a couple of times and just stopped playing them an awful lot, even though I'd spent money on renting them. Oh, it was really zoomed out and looked a bit crappy. Those tended to be one or the other. Yeah, I did play a little bit of that one, yeah. So, the, yeah, so the, the first one I got into around Yeah, uh, when you would, would have speak been, of games, that would so a bit too zoomed in for comfort. I think of this ISS Deluxe um, as well. I, I remember getting Sensible World of Soccer, so this would have been about 1994. Um, so, yeah, um, actually, um, really good looking game at the time. But, yeah, when you can't see the players around, only tactical options in the game, isn't it? I feel still holds up. It's still a fun game to play. It's like you've got... He's gone for the uh, the top down option as opposed to the side to side, which I feel uh, works a lot better um, with with what just because you're able to see a little bit more, um, and just yeah, it's, it was a fun multiplayer game. It had it had a lot to it in terms of like the content of um, of, of a season and like, buying and selling players and all that. Lot whereas in a lot of the the other ones that I'd, I'd dabbled with on the SNES and NES, it tended to be just like you're, you can pick a country and you're that country and you can play exhibition or a World Cup or something and that's it. Yeah, you could, yeah, which... Yeah, I feel that's probably because, because of getting into Premier Manager, that's kind of what I wanted from a, a football game. And yeah, you could play it um, as a semi-management game, couldn't you? Later on, but, um, yeah, so that, that was my I first... Mean, it had all the stats and... Uh, uh, PC and, football. Uh, actual uh, players and cups yeah. that you that you needed to sort of feel like you're taking a team on, on, a, on a proper career. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and uh, just before we move on, I want to say that, uh, yeah, I played this for the stream as well, and I, I think it does absolutely hold up, even gameplay-wise. Um, it's, it's got that thing where Plenty you of these can't games turn anything too to quickly, um, so without the ball running away from you, and it, it kind of yeah, makes it quite engaging to play. It's got a nice sense of weight. I actually... Between you pressing the button and the, uh, and the shot coming very off. Old. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a... It's just great fun. World Cup it's Italian simple, obviously, but that means that they're yeah, cramming a, a lot more content. The, the Sega Mega Drive. That was one of my. I think that was probably my first ever <laughs> football game. I remember the. Do you remember the? If you ever played it, do you remember how you selected your team, where it was on the world map? No, yeah, I, I, I feel like I have played it, but I can, I can, I can barely remember this one. Oh, yeah, it's going back a while. But yeah, I think that was the first one I played. Um, none of the ones you mentioned. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uh, yeah. None of the games you mentioned um, mean much to me. 
I mean, I, I had a watch of um, uh, like a sort of a SNES compilation video on YouTube with all the different football games on there. I don't know if anyone's uh, seen it, but looking at screenshots, know, there's, there's, there's a lot of very similar looking looking games at screenshots there. of it. It looks a little and bit like a ones that kickoff, look which interesting is are all not weird ones. So there's quite a few with like aliens and animals and uh, Mega Man and stuff like that. There's quite a few yeah. uh, oddballs which look like they're probably be the only ones worth actually trying out. Well, all the all the old soccer games back then had um, it was all end to end, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, there was no like same style. Yeah, there was there was no controlling the ball and passing it around or anything. Like if you if you managed to hit a pass to another player, you'd done really well. <laughs> yeah, usually just hit the ball around, uh, run with it. For some reason, like ninety percent of the game, sent over a really oh, long yeah. slide tackle where you'd try and slide tackle and you'd go off the screen, and then that'd be <laughs> your defending over, or or you'd swap to the player, but you just wouldn't have enough time to do anything, uh, and then that'd be it. So. So um, anyway, so uh, yeah. Well, there'll be a lot of mention in that when we talk about virtual uh, virtual soccer later on. Um, all right. So, yeah, it's with yeah, any of those. So um, yeah, so after that, um, so that was when I first discovered it's uh, absolutely impossible to. Get the ball in the first um, place and keep hold of it when you do have went it. Went on to become the football manager series that exists today, um, and yeah, I absolutely fell in love with that game. Um, yeah, and Man United. Yeah, I, 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 I played played it every day, every night, um, just constantly. And then every every time a new one would come out, I would buy that and play that. And I'm pretty sure since 1994, 95, whenever I got that, I've not missed a game in the series, and I've not put less than like 300 hours 200 hours into a, a game in the series um did, did you guys play that one and i know you didn't wes you didn't get into it quite late on did you no no not till very late but yourself Dave. Uh, yeah, very fond memories of Championship Manager 2. I, I discovered it purely by accident, to be honest. I'd never heard of it. Um, uh, so um, the, there's, a, the name of that game there's a large Morrison sort of where I, I used to live. Um, yeah, well, there was two. So there was, parents, and there was they, had one, a, uh, they had a small independent game shop in there. Was, and, um, so you'd, when you'd go... Not long after getting my PC. Five, uh, it was on the left-hand side. I longingly at the Mega Drive games and stuff. PC games on the top shelf. And Championship Manager was... Uh, I think I picked up because it was quite cheap initially. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> Look at the street view and enjoy. So yeah, yeah, I remember. So I remember that was yeah, SNES Mega Drive games. But it, it was it was on the left, and then that one closed down. And then there was if, one. If you want to listen along, opposite, uh, be more uh, if, if you want PS1 to era. Uh, join in, um, listeners, uh, go on Google Maps. <laughs> I'd, I'd look at um, a photo of um, the, yeah, the Morrison's of Franklin and Bradford. Look at the street. Um, I can't remember. The, I remember the guy working there. Had a, it was ginger and had a mustache. I, I used to go in there. I used to go in there a lot. I'd always chat to him about games yeah. and stuff. Right. 
Right. Um, I think I'm probably thinking of that one because I remember that being on the right. So as, as you walk down the unit. <laughs> yeah yeah i think there's like a i mean it's it's incredibly uh, hazy when i'm thinking that far back but um, um yeah it's absolute gold mine treasure trove of the shop that was um i i actually have a recurring dream where um i i go into morrison's um <laughs> as as a child or at least it looks like it did <laughs> when i was a child and i uh, i don't think that are there any units there anymore i don't know i've not been in a long time But yeah, I have this dream where I wander down and there's always a game shop and I always go in and sort of like browse through the games. Some of them real, some of them completely imagined by my, uh, by my extreme state. Um, so yeah, I picked up Championship Manager yeah. 2 from there and like you, yeah, just immediately enamored with it. Um, I, I'd never played any management games before that. And the matches were so and, uh, like... Even compared to something like Premier Manager, so it, it does actually look quite basic, uh, very spreadsheet-like. It still does, your to be fair. Flash yeah, uh, the, the football manager games that it morphed into. Um, um, but yeah, I just, I just never played anything with that kind of yeah, yeah. before. Uh, just so addictive. Uh, yeah, I just, of, uh, I just remember that yeah, being way more uh, exciting. Buying, like I can barely um, remember players, like, negotiating um, contracts. Yeah, obviously, had not quite the excitement that, that I got from the Championship Manager series. <laughs> it's like uh, it takes a shot, and there's like a little pause, so just pause at the end. And it's actually, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually downloaded yeah, I it from an abandoned website. Like, like, I mean, that last night, but um, when I tried, it, it appeared in a, a window the size of the postage stamp um, on my stream, so I abandoned that. But I did have a quick click quick through, way. and sort of the, um, it's, it's quite remarkable compared to the newer games, how few options I suppose it presents you with. Like when you start the game, it's not it's not tons of leagues. It's English game and Scottish game. Yeah, classic game. So after after this, this was when, um, for me, when football, when non-management football games really started to get good. So um, basically, we but we borrowed a um, PlayStation One off my brother's friend, um, just just shortly after it had come out, and I remember we got yeah, um, simplicity itself really that probably helped an awful uh, lot. A game called Goldstorm, <laughs> and I absolutely loved Goldstorm. I don't know if you have you heard of that one? Played that one? I have not. Yeah, so so Goldstorm, Goldstorm in America was called Winning Eleven, uh, well World Soccer Winning Eleven, and then yeah the Winning Eleven series and went on to become known as the yeah, ISS, uh, well ISS and PES as it is now, um, yeah went on to be those games. So I think yeah the I current, only know the current that PES it's games uh, intended like in ISS, didn't it? Twenty four or something. Um. So yeah, I, but I, I didn't know that at the time, and I didn't actually know that until quite recently. Um, but yeah, Goldstone was just—it was—it just—it was so good. It was such a step up from anything I'd played prior to that. Because um, obviously, yeah, prior to that, it'd been Super Nintendo, and then yeah, just Sensible World of Soccer. Um, and that—that that was one of the things that prompted me to get a PlayStation. Although, ironically, I never bought Goldstone for it. I completely forgot about it. That was why I wanted a PlayStation in the first place. Um, I did, however, play a lot of football games on the PlayStation One. Um, 
whether, whether it be renting. You know, sorry. Um, I mean, it, it was a lot like the the ISS games if you if you played those on ISS sixty four. I guess is probably the most similar one I could think of. Um, or I, was ISS Deluxe? Was that PlayStation? Was that SNES? I can't remember. So, um, but yeah, it was. It was. Um, it, it was. I guess it was similar. It felt a lot like um, faster paced than FIFA. Um, it just felt, I just remember it feeling, yeah, very exciting compared to other stuff I played. I mean, it's definitely better than FIFA at the time, but um, obviously FIFA then went on to become a bit better, as I'll get to. But um, yeah, so I played a lot of PS1 yeah, games um, that were football related. So there was um, actual soccer, uh, Adidas Power Soccer, um, as mentioned, yeah, the ISS games. Um, and then uh, FIFA, I don't think I ever played FIFA 97. Um, but I think Road to World Cup 98 was the first uh, FIFA game that I'd, I'd really got into, um, which I thought was superb. And then there's also uh, FA Premier League Stars. I don't know if anyone remember that, that one. That was quite a, an obscure one. Yeah, it was a bit weird. I remember, you, you had like a star system. I can't remember if it was that you bought players with the star system. And I think you, you upgraded players using these stars. Um, I, I don't remember it being a particularly good game, to be honest. It was just a bit of a gimmick. But yeah, there were tons. Uh, um, Ultimate, uh, sorry, um, LMA Manager. Uh, that was like the first console. I did try and get hold of um, that one, but um, I, I wasn't able to I'd get played, it to run, Which was a bit annoying, it, having come from PC. Um, and also on the on the PC, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of this one, Ultimate Soccer Manager 98, or just Ultimate Soccer Manager. Not ringing any bells for anyone? No bells are rung. So the the main thing for me that's, that that stood out amongst uh, Championship Manager and other stuff like that, um, it was the fact that you could you could bribe referees and fix matches, and you could also um, bribe players to come to your to come to your team. Um, so you'd you'd like pay them a certain amount of money, and then you'd get them rather than to pay a big transfer fee. Uh, and yeah, you could you could you could try and bribe the referees, but then if you got caught. Um, a couple of times, I think you got like, I don't know if it was like a two or three strikes in your out rule. Um, but yeah, that was that was, that was quite fun, uh, just for that reason. Not, uh, yeah, <laughs> it was nice to be glorified in a game. Um, but so yeah, that, that one always stood out. So what about what about so obviously, Wes, this is uh, PS One, so this is your era. Yeah, so, so I start to come in now. You can start to come in now. Uh, so, so, what 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 did you first start playing football wise on the uh, PlayStation One? I think that's my first. I mean, these things do go on in real life. Anyway, but it's not so football manager. That was one of the first ones. Which we will but, get to later on. We will get to later on because I remember that I played that to death with my cousins, and there'd be many arguments. And what always seemed to happen is if something annoying happened, like if if someone got a really spawny goal, my cousin had just pressed the uh, off button on the PS1 and run off. <laughs> <laughs> and that happened many times. So, many so did times. you miss out on Road to World Cup 98 then? And, and I, think I, I think I did. Um, if I did play them, I can't remember. So, I mean, Dave, you've definitely played Road to World Cup 98, and we, we played it around here a couple of years ago. Um, to run... So, so Road to World Cup 98 um, is, is famously the one where you've basically, you, you can do uh, indoor five-a-side football. I'm not sure, it might be four-a-side, but yeah, you've got um, indoor football, basically. 
um, which is just it, it was just so much. It was just something different. I don't know why they kind of took that away from the modes because it was such a, a fun mode, just where you can kick it off yeah, the wall I, I and think... just Sorry, go on. happily foul people and stuff. Um, that, that that was the main thing it was famous for, as well as the fact that there was an insane amount of FIFA's out that year. I think they did. Uh, so they did FIFA. FIFA 97, Road to World Cup 98, the World Cup 98, and FIFA 99 all in the space of about 18 months. Yeah, I had a look at the Earth, because I didn't didn't realise they were still making them for the SNES back then. So I think even, um, I think FIFA 99 even came out on like the Mega Drive or something. And um, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing like it whatsoever, yeah. That sounds like um, that yeah, sounds the like also the had a turning to point up to when like it was nothing like the three D ones became the uh, one of the mainstays. Yeah, so to to an extent, um, so obviously the yeah, it would have been well, we'll, we'll of, of uh, sort of well, the game. On the, uh, on the it was there. Then. Uh, I remember a game called Three Lions, which um, was yeah. I assume a game from the. Uh, to do with the England national football team, you but it was, right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was horrendous. It was so the so it wasn't top down. It wasn't like one of the old ones. It was a proper three D one. But the issue was with the game was whenever you got close to the goal, whenever you got into the box, the camera would switch so it'd turn to be behind right. your player. Yeah. And a target would appear on the goal, and you'd have to move the target to aim and shoot. And the issue was, your player wouldn't stop moving. Right. So you try to aim the target, but that would in turn move the player. And when. So, for for any uh, of our American audience listening, um, this did come out in America as uh, Alexi Lala's International Soccer. Whoever the hell that is, Alexi Lala, and uh, and also came out of Golden Girl '98, Bomber '98, Mun- Mundial '98, and Pro Foot Contest '98, <laughs> which is quite amusing because it came out in uh, in North America in 1999. So, oh yeah, Alexi Lala '98 in so many times. No, legend. I'm just, yeah, I'm just watching. Well, there isn't Alexi right Lala's international soccer. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I remember seeing the game, but I'd, I'd, I'd never, um, yeah, I'd never played it. I mean, it looks absolutely terrible with the, uh, the blockiness of the characters. Like even for the PS One, yeah. some serious blockiness. Not much uh, use of the word soccer in there, is there? Yeah. Any, uh, any other little gems there, then, Wes? I'm just I'm watching footage of it now. It does uh, a little bit extra. Yeah, looks interesting. Well, this is, a, this is a interesting. So, in in Google, when you search for something, you obviously get people also search for. So, people who have searched for Three Lions, uh, the PlayStation One game, have also searched for Deal or No yeah, Deal on portion. the Nintendo DS, Red Card 2003, Austin Powers, Welcome to My Underground Layer, and Lula the Sexy Empire. <laughs> so. That's that's the kind of uh, caliber of game that you get in with this. I this, this sums it up perfectly. Yeah. But the the final issue with the shooting mechanics in that game was when you press shoot, your player would slow down a little, 
Right. But the defenders wouldn't. So it was very rare that you'd actually get a shot off. And if you did get a shot off, it was definitely going wide. Definitely <laughs> not on, on target. I don't think I ever scored a goal. The only goals I scored were in penalty shootouts. Because <laughs> okay. it would always go to nil-nil. So Dave, what about you, PS1? Did you, you had a PS1, right? All right, well, get out. Get out of this conversation. Never had a PS1? What, so what were you doing around PS1 time? Just PC? Even though we played it two years ago. No, I never did have a PS1. Um, I, I suppose it was around. <laughs> yeah. it's been a long two years. It, it was the time when it was the time when you came around. Yeah, I had a PC uh, from the games that you mentioned. Road to World and then we with, yeah, that was probably the second you were getting football pretty game. Drunk, I remember. Um, that and then I, I, I was like, loved. Oh, um, this is alcohol I, I actually don't remember the remember indoor that. mode. Um, <laughs> that, you that was the you were obviously too drunk off alcohol uh, for you to remember <laughs> what we were playing. I, I don't, to be honest. I remember. I remember Puma. I th- yeah, I, th- I think we were playing it on the Sega Saturn because I just got a Sega Saturn around that time. Um, so we were trying a couple of games out on that. So <laughs> I think I think we'd have been playing that. Yeah, no, yeah. Well... yeah, possibly. I mean, yeah, it probably did have a. This was a. This would have been a PS One game, though, right? That we played. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if maybe that that mode wasn't in the N64 I mean, version. That's commentary. That was like, play on. yeah, that um, was a big a big deal. But yeah, uh, first first um, football games. I mean, like, second uh, game that I ever loved after people say things soccer. rather than just having a bit of music. Um, I I think I just uh, like this was the first game that I you played that right. had a proper televisual kind of um, presentation to it. Um, you know, all, all the all the teams lining up, national anthems. Uh, Yeah, I, I believe it had a Shagger Desline on it, didn't it? <laughs> um, I yeah, uh, I'm not sure if this was the case with the PlayStation One. It yeah, might be a, interesting a space saving measure. Um, but you know, I, I did play out, it the other um, night, and uh, they don't actually say the players' names. The other day. Um, that had like well, comment on what's going on. Names, but we didn't have the crest. Playing names, so I'm thinking maybe it wasn't. Um, but yeah, played play that game to death. Went through. I remember a lot of the ISS games. Probably as England was the time. Around that time, I was desperate for Alan Sheila and Michael Oren. I suppose stuff like that. So I don't, I don't know how they get around it now because they have all, they have all the right names. But back then, you, yeah, they always had to. I guess there must be copyright laws on names that now they don't seem to care about. Nicky Blood, yeah, it was great. <laughs> My favourite bit was always the uh, the commentary when they'd... Uh, obviously, they'd um, they had to go through all the countries, but so they'd get through and they'd be like, uh, Japan, Brazil. But then whenever it got to England, they were always like, England! So, yeah, that was no, the, absolute hilarious. Nicky Bullock. I remember. So I always made England a lot more excited. <laughs> England! One. Brazil, nil. <laughs> um, I believe that was um, one of the FIFAs. I can't remember quite which one. 
Which game was that again? Right. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I know. Um, I, I was wondering if it was a gremlin game because they actually, if I'm right, they made the actual soccer games, which is the only which other one. Was it that, um, that song you mentioned that I played over around my Um I think I played oh, yeah. actual soccer was three the most. Um, I, I remember that because it had um, "Let Me Entertain You" by Robbie Williams. Um, as, as its only licensed song on the soundtrack, that fire play and repeat through the menus while you were, I don't know, editing teams or looking at leagues and that kind of thing. I actually didn't like. <laughs> oh, that was what ninety eight. Um, yeah, loved actual soccer. Uh, spent spent a lot of time with that. Uh, I think with actual soccer three, it um, it become like a proper FIFA competitor. Um, like it, it had weather effects, um, sort of. Well, it had weather effects. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, it, there was just a lot of additions. Um, yeah, I, I think it reminded me a little bit soccer, of bit. Um, sensible soccer in that way, because like it, it wasn't going for complete realism um, in having Hats. all the all the correct data. If, that, if, if like this is playing games in preparation for this, it's um, not anything. It's generally a very yeah. It, it just seemed like it had so many options that um, um, that that made every match different. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can still get on good old games. So, um, so yeah, um, after, after VR PS1 then. then. Um, <laughs> so in, in nineteen ninety eight, I got myself a Dreamcast. <laughs> um, do you guys own Dreamcast? I think you did, didn't you, Dave? Yeah, well, I did as I did as well. Yeah. So do you guys play no, much yeah, football I tend to agree. It's, 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 it's the genre, kind of so, genre where uh, technical advances really. So Dreamcast was, I guess, <laughs> um, quite quite famous for its sport titles and mainly its lack of EA titles. Um, and I don't think it got any of the Pro Evo games either. Um, but Sega did have their own on sports. Yeah, I had a Dreamcast. So it was like Sega Worldwide Soccer. Um, there was um, Virtual Striker. No, oh, no, I don't know either. <laughs> and um, my personal favourite was uh, UEFA Dream Soccer, um, which was just some random UEFA licensed game on it. Um, um, oh, is it the same same people who do that? Right. Okay. So the main, the main thing I remember about the UEFA soccer is just being able to do it. It just felt really good with doing shots. So so to shoot, you'd have to kind of um, be aiming towards yeah, goal and shoot. Sequel to the first game you mentioned, it wasn't it? The um, ground, Sega Worldwide pull soccer. back um, after you'd shot to give it a bit of lift. So it just they just felt a bit I, I think more it used the yeah same engine on version. a lot of, of the games engine. now, especially FIFA, it tends to just be aim the bar at a certain bit and aim it towards the net. But that that that's the um the only one I can think of where you actually had to do something with a stick to get some lift on the ball, um, which I found quite uh yeah, in, yeah, quite fun at the time and I really enjoyed sort of getting nice uh scorches on uh, on that game. Yeah, yeah. Whereas um on the flip side, Vir- virtuous striker was terrible. Um where to go at the go at this uh, um the uh, EGX um, back in back in November October whenever it was, and it's just it's just awful. It reminds me of nineties football games of just yeah, 
not been able to get the ball yeah, sliding like around, an achievement to too zoomed in. Than... Um, lots of just banging into each other and stuff. Just yeah, ter- terrible, terrible game. Yeah, the, yeah, the tend. I mean, the, yeah, a lot of the Sega titles tend to the, the like the word virtua and virtu. Although some are virtua and some are virtual, so I'm not sure why. But um, yeah, it was it was it was a Sega sports game. Yeah, I think it was um arcade game initially. Was this part of the uh, the, the Sega Virtua series? Because I know there were Virtua Tennis, wasn't there? Virtua Fighter, is it the same? Yeah, yeah. You have Dream Soccer, yeah. What do you think? The game that I picked out to uh, for for you guys to review, Virtual Virtual yeah. Soccer. I only just recently found out that we're called Virtual Soccer rather than Virtua Soccer. Um, I, I did play at UEFA, what is it called? UEFA Dream Football? UEFA Dream Soccer. I did I did play that um, in preparation for this podcast. And it was all right. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it did have a smoothness to it yeah. that you didn't get from the PlayStation games. Um, so, the, yeah, the, the graphics were a little bit more high resolution and um, I, I think the frame rate, frame rate was higher as well. So you, you always thought you had a bit more fine control of your character. Although I've, I found the main problem with that game yeah, I mean, in relation of, to um, something like FIFA uh, 99 was... 2000, um, I, I don't think the players um, moved very naturally. The year before Dream Soccer, if it's the same um, it, it just seemed like um, they were skating yeah, that, that around the pitch that, a little bit more. Like pretty well, I mean... Uh, rather than actually feel... I guess, I guess running like a, a real football player games, so do. It did seem a lot better than those. So it seemed quite arcadey in that respect. Virtual Striker, although maybe not on the same level as Pez and FIFA, which I guess is why... It never really went anywhere. Um, so around that time, then that was when uh, I started to get into PES. Um, so, so basically, I, I played a game we'll mention FIFA ninety nine later on, but I played that to death on PC. Uh, and then I was really excited for FIFA, FIFA two thousand to come out, and I absolutely hated it. They, they added in like um, they took away the the arrow that you get from corners. Mm-hmm. And they added in like press triangle to kick it to this player, press square to pick it to this player. Uh, and I remember that really annoyed me. And just the, just the game itself just felt, I, I just really disliked FIFA 2000. So that was when I started to look elsewhere. And that was when I got into the PES games. Um, so, did you guys play FIFA 2000 or the early PES games? I don't think I did. I think I must have fallen out of love for a bit with. Football games. You play any of the Pez? The, well, it, it would have been just been Pro Evolution Soccer, I guess it was called back then. I think the only Pez game I've played properly is number two. Right, yeah. So yeah, two two, two was about two thousand two. That that would have been yeah right around the similar time that I got into it. I might have yeah. got in, played the first one a bit. Um, I mean the main the main one that everyone seemed to play was um, Pez Pez five and six um, on the uh, on the PS two, uh, and you would just go around to someone's house and the someone who would always have one of the Pez games. You never really saw FIFA at people's houses. They always tend to have Pez, and everyone knew how to play Pez. Um, so. Yeah, I, I don't think... I played World Cup 2002, because I got, I got that with my GameCube. And I, really, I did really enjoy that one. But I never played any FIFA games from around that era. Um, I, it was it was just I, I guess 
I, I mean, was it the case that uh, the few games kind of fell into the wilderness a little bit around 2000? Like how and, look and I think I remember having 2004. That, yeah, the, you've got one button for pass, one button for shoot, one button for through ball, one button for uh, run. Like they were, they were that similar in terms of like the, the style and the gameplay that you didn't really need to play both. Um, I think that's probably still the case today. They're, they're so similar that, and uh, that was kind of when I just played one football game rather than on the PS1 playing everything. There didn't seem any, there were, it was a good quality. It had, they had good um, good seasons you could do. The multiplayer was fantastic. You didn't really need a, a second football game. Uh, and I think a lot of people found that and picked, uh, picked Pez. Yeah, so yeah, so six, six was like I, I I think it's widely considered the last yeah, uh, the last height of Pez before the decline and before the rise of FIFA. Yeah, Pez uh, did so, have the edge. So for I remember I was at uni at the time yeah, when probably, Pez uh, 2008 from came out. Pez two that you mentioned. We'd already been playing uh, I remember that, liking Pez that quite a lot. Well, sorry, Pez yeah, up, six up to about five and six. I mean, and, um, and Pez I specifically was remember this one. It was the first one that changed from uh, a number to a a year. Um, and it just, I remember the ball bouncing around everywhere like a pinball, and it's been really frustrating. Um, and that was when I kind of fell out of love with Pez and thought I'd try FIFA. And FIFA, or I think it was FIFA 08 or FIFA 09, just seemed a step above it. And then, yeah, every year since then, FIFA seems to have got better. And I've, I've gone back to Pez and like tried it now and again, but it's just, it seems to have been left a bit too far behind, especially with. Um, content and uh, I feel and like control and yeah the the online the, the online side of it and stuff it just seems to have been yeah left behind. I think, I think at the time... I seem to remember the at the time that Pez, quite Pez 5 even was... so it was easy to just... Sort of getting to into a more sort of fast, furious, like, like you said, pinball-like um, kind of game. They probably just went game, a little bit too really far. So over the next couldn't really couple of games... Um, headers anymore, uh, which, really difficult, and um, I like people doing crosses and kind headers. of went back to the sort of um, slower, more measured, probably more realistic pace of FIFA. But whereas back then, they changed one little thing, and then... Yeah, I went to I went to FIFA and didn't have any problems with it, so stuck with that. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people did the same. I, I know um, Pro Evolution Soccer does have its its fans. Um, sort of people still prefer. Well, it's it's a very small number of people, obviously now, but they they do prefer the way that it controls to to FIFA. Um, I've not really played enough of it to say one way or the other. I mean, it does it does feel a little different 
Um, so I think it's um, probably big, uh, big FIFA fan, the, the ball's a bit are? less sticky to play what as got feet. You back into FIFA, uh, back into football games. I, I think um, getting a good shot um, is probably. Well, I think I, I think um, I started to get back a bit into more, it around uh, FIFA and a bit more engaging. I, I remember um, the cover to do something like that. Edgar Davids on it. I think it does have its advantages, but as an entire package, it does fall well short. Um, they were on the cover of that when I first sort of started to really enjoy it again. And then they, I think when I started to properly play them was when it went into the sort of the, the tens. Yeah. I remember doing, uh, I remember doing lots of co-op seasons with my, with my friend. And then foot. And then foot. Um, yes. Although I remember one of my, one of my, um, Favorite games compared on the Xbox 360. It was a Champions League uh, 2006-2007, and that was the first time they introduced Ultimate Team. And it was it was a proper game, yeah. Um, by oh, I guess that was by year as well. So this yes, was around uh, the time when they brought out like a World Cup game and a Euro game as well as FIFA's. Yes, they started yeah. to do just updates, aren't they? But yeah, for a while they did just yeah they did do, you had to buy a new full price game just to play a World Cup, which had a slightly different penalty system or something. Was that a game then? But um, I I remember really enjoying the Ultimate Team mode on that, and then I kind of forgot about Ultimate Team. It was really strange. It was I really loved it on that, and then I forgot about it, and I um really only played sort of career mode. Up until the last few years, career mode was my sort of big. That's why I played FIFA's. And yeah, I do, do I mean, careers I was, with friends and also by the There was um, yeah, because I, I I played quite a bit um, quite a bit online, but yeah, mainly just yeah, took a, I ever did um, like a, a career mode as myself, so you could do that. Um, I can't remember the name now. Be a pro. Oh yeah. So you can do the beer pro modes. I used to do those quite a fair bit. And I tried those online, but they're terrible because everyone just runs forward and you've no defense. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so I, I, I was mainly played that mode and also the, uh, yeah, just the sort of a manager career mode, um, which I can't remember what year it was, but there was, I want to say like maybe, I don't know, 2013 or something. And they introduced, um, they added like a, a Sky Sports overlay. So you got like the uh, deadline day stuff. And it had like this, this Sky Sports branding, um, and I remember that being really exciting. Um, but then they, they they kind of kept the same thing, but they've changed it to sort of EA Sports Deadline Day. Uh, obviously, save themselves on licensing. I'm sure that was a thing. I'm not. I don't think I dreamt that. Um, I think that's why that's 100 percent the reason why FIFA's as popular as it is, just because of the licensing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's as real as you can get. Yeah, I mean they do a lot with the um, you know, with this, with the, with the, with the uh, the options and the 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 different the looks and the stadiums and just just everything. There's a lot of uh, a lot of real realism feel to it. Yeah, that's 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 what I think. I think FIFA doesn't get enough praise for a lot of the realism around it. Like it's even down to the shoes. Even down to the different types of like Adidas and Nike football boots, like yeah. having the game and and. I mean, the amount of times my dad wandered in when I was playing FIFA and he was like, "Oh, are you are you watching a football game?" And he'd stand there watching it for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not a football game. 
Oh, Dad. Yeah, but to be fair, it probably did the same when I was playing actual soccer on the snares or something. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, dads. Well, you could get away with it on a CRT TV. Like, there's that much liquor and stuff. No one could do, do you remember when we were talking about anyway, Aladdin? So. And um, I, I think so, it was so, me so that said. Um, of eye. Uh, I was playing Aladdin for the snares, and uh, a friend's mum came in and said, uh, Oh, it's, uh, you, are you watching yeah. a movie then? So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I got into foot. Um, probably it was probably about maybe four years ago. It's not. It's not been super long since yeah, I got, so. got into into Ultimate Team because I found it quite annoying. That I, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I well, they probably did hit a point where if you squint your eyes a little bit, you, you could but, possibly um, yeah, believe you were watching a real team game on telly. Sort of a card collecting management side of it. Um, but back in. So interesting side note, I guess. So back it was FIFA, I think it was FIFA 10, or maybe it was FIFA 11. So I started, um, Should we explain what you mean work, when I was working out? I started a, I a, 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 a FIFA league online, so we called it the McWild Premiership. Um, and that basically consisted of, I kind of, I, I, everyone got like a budget. Um, I assigned value on players based on uh if they were defense, midfield, attack, and then based on their actual overall stat. And then we had like a big draft. I think it was about seven of us at one point. Um, and so we had a big draft and then everyone bought players and had a team. And then you you played each other twice for the season. And then, yeah, someone won and someone lost. And I, I kind of wish FIFA would have done something like that rather than just foot. But I guess it's obviously quite hard to do with everyone. But it was, it was just like, it was like a proper, um, proper career uh, mode, but online. That's what that's what I tried to um, emulate with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you so, so, no, you you won't be able to do it through foot. No, you'd have to. You, so in in FIFA, um, you can you can just sort of create your own team. So you just, uh, just how did that work in practicality? Then you, you the, say you, you draft give, all the players uh, out of the team, like a fantasy football, and then have the one player budget to spend you, on players um, that you use. Um, how how would you have made a team so with those exactly? And, 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 and then and then um, when you play online, you to you'd have obviously your team, and they'd have their team. Uh, and then we just... yeah yeah, and then um, then we just uh, we we arranged it. I mean, the, the hardest bit was getting people to play games. So we 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 had a rule where you basically had to get in touch with the other person and you had, you had like a week to play two games and then if, okay, um, if for any reason someone uh, couldn't play then we'd have to um, assign a winner but I don't think we ever got to that stage there yeah, was so a couple I, of times going couple to, uh, the to kick out the league because they just weren't they, were, they were never available and it was just ruining it for everyone else but um, yeah it was, it was good fun it was good fun doing that um, it was really it was a lot more stressful than I've ever been with playing. I mean, FIFA and foot and playing FIFA online, it can be quite rage-inducing and stressful at times, but th- that just took it to a new level because you, you pl- you'd you play someone and you'd li- you knew you, re- you wanted to win the season for glory rights, bragging rights, uh, and you'd only play that person twice in, in the space of like six weeks. So when you had that game, 
there was, you just you, you just felt the pressure. It just you really wanted to win it. Um, if you if you lost it, you didn't get another chance to play it again for three weeks. And also, if you lost it, there was a good chance you weren't going to win the league. So it was, um, and and, and also we assigned um like a monetary value for winning it so if you won it you ended up with a miles better team than everyone else so you were definitely going to win it in the second and third season but um it just gave you a bit more to play for i suppose yeah yeah i mean when you've literally just got a, a 10 minute window because uh, we, we usually have like a couple of friendlies beforehand and we're like, right, should we do the real thing? I'm like, yep. And then you start the real thing and it just become completely different. Yeah, just, it, it does sound pretty intense, like, like, um, like a, just playing fantasy football. Like, 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 like if you've ever run into a tournament um, somewhere. That's completely out of your hands. Of, that can be like quite stressful as you, you hear uh, the, uh, no, no, the, the goals and the assists. The other people in the group as well. So like, you really didn't, like, there, there was some, there was like one guy was a lot better than the rest and there was one guy was a lot worse and when you were playing the guy a lot better, you didn't want to take hammering and you didn't want to not beat the guy who was terrible because that was embarrassing as well. So it was just, um, yeah, there was a lot of pressure playing that, but it was a lot of fun. And I kind of wish they'd um, opened up some more options for stuff like that. That requires effort though. It does. It does require effort. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of work that went into that. I couldn't, I couldn't do it now. I, that was like, it was almost like a full-time job trying to manage the tables and doing the transfers and getting people to uh, play and update. And, yeah, just, it was a nightmare, but. No. No. <laughs> that. <it? laughs> well, I, um, does anyone have any experience, by the way, of, of playing I, I, in a, sort of a, any kind of organized, organized game tournament uh, football game tournaments? So that, that Street Fighter tournament that we had when we went up to back to the Nurg in Newcastle a few years ago. I've never been good enough to, but I would have thought you guys, probably on a bit of a different level, you might have. I did inquire about FIFA. The Belong game arenas, that game, have set up. Yeah, I heard about that, yeah. They do tournaments, and they have... It's quite quite cool, actually, because each sort of game store in different locations around England have sort of their own team right so you can kind of join that team and then you compete for that team against other game sort of teams around the country and i, th- I think with how easy it is to get a game of fifa online it can it kind of feels a bit disheartening to want to join a team because you know that there's people that are way better than you yeah. like i feel like I, I mean i definitely win more than i lose online but i still you know still lose a, a lot and some of them you just get absolutely hammered. And I'm just thinking, these are just against people who play online sometimes. Imagine playing people who uh, are, are so confident in their abilities that they're going to go and join a team as well. It just it kind of put me off. Yeah. I, I did inquire about it, but it, they uh, unfortunately they said they're not doing FIFA this year. So well, let down. All right, well, we'll just uh, wrap up this segment. There's just a couple of things I just wanted to mention before we move on to Dave's special quiz. So, um, so yeah, other than FIFA and Football Manager, there's a couple of games that I wanted to mention from the last sort of, well, yeah. 10 years, because one of them was quite a while ago. So there's 
There was Football Manager Live. I don't know if you ever heard of that one or played that one. That was back in, I think it was 2008, 2009. Uh, yeah, so it was basically Football Manager, but as like an MMO. So you you had a team and you managed your team and you had to uh, yeah play the other person. I think it, it, the way it did it was you had to submit your team by a certain point and then the match would take place at a certain time and you had the option of either being part of the match live so you can make yeah, it then, or if you couldn't make it you could just like automate it so you'd set up like what you wanted to do uh like tactics at half time if you were two nil down stuff like that uh, and it was like a sort of paid subscription based game i think it only lasted for two years um but that was that was uh yeah that was fun yeah so i um i i, I only played it for probably about six months i think maybe it came with like a a, a six-month trial or something it might have even been less than that uh, I didn't really fancy playing monthly. I've never been a fan of playing paying monthly for any kind of game. But um, yeah, I did enjoy the brief time I had with that one. It sounds like an uh, interesting concept. Yeah, I mean, there's a few stuff. There's stuff like it. Did um, you? There's a few partake? like online management games you can you can play um, that have that similar concept. But I think this this is the only one that had. I'm sure it had real players. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, that was that was decent. And then the other thing I would. How did you do? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't, I, yeah, I, can't, I don't remember. I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a real live team. Now I think about it. Um, but yeah, I, I can't remember to be honest. But the the other game I wanted to mention was just a, a shout out. I don't know if you've I've mentioned this to Wes before. I don't know if I've told you about it. Yeah, I'm it's getting new stuff. You didn't pick a real life team to play. Uh, so it's did mobile you create game. your own team and you get put into leagues so, uh, and you got a, a not a huge fan of mobile games, kind of but I've. I've I found this one quite addictive over the I probably played it on like on and off for I think it probably came out six, seven years ago. Um it's basically um a kind of uh player manager game in a way. Uh, well no, it's a it's a, a game where you you play it as one player, so you play as yourself. Um you start off in some I don't think so. crappy lower league team, uh and then um it's similar to sort of beer pro on FIFA, and then you sort of work your way up, you upgrade your stats by doing training. Um, and the game, the gameplay of it um, is basically just like um, it's kind of set piece stuff, really. So you've got like a sort of um, a top-down view with crappy little graphics, sort of like like um, sensible soccer or something. And it basically breaks it up into different segments. So the the match will play, and then it'll stop at particular highlights that you're involved in. And those highlights can be stuff like you're taking a corner. Or you have to dribble past three people, you take a free kick, um, you take a, a a shot, which is pretty much just like a free kick because no one's really moving or anything. Um, you have to uh, cross it in. I think that's that's about it in terms of stuff you do. Um, and in terms of um, in terms of the gameplay of that, you basically got like um, it's just, you just got like for most of it, you got an arrow, so, and you kind of pull back. Uh, and it adds more power, and then you can also sort of add curve to it by by twisting your finger slightly, or you can make it go up in the air or along the ground. Um, yeah, 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 pretty much different, just different swipes and pull back. Just, just yeah, it's a standard mobile kind of controls, but because it's all set piece sort of stuff, it works quite well. Um, the only thing that's not set piece, like I say, is when you've got a dribble, but it's just a case of. Um, just just slowly swiping you around your character 
to make him move a bit, and you're just sort of like trying to get around some cones yeah, so and like trying to get swiping players in, into in the uh, actual game. Um, but yeah, so that's one that I've put quite a lot of time into. It's a lot of fun. Sort of, um, you kind of have to manage your life. So you've got like a girlfriend in it. You've got like friends that are trying to get you to go out and go gambling, but you're trying to, uh, and you've got to kind of keep relationship up with your teammates, your girlfriend, you, um, your fans, and your manager, and sort of micromanage all this, all these different parts of your life as well as try and get yourself trained up. But there's only so much time in the day to do all this stuff, and you've only got so much money. Um, so yeah, that's 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 just something I wanted to sort of mention as something I've enjoyed as a a good toilet game or uh, a good game when you, you want you want something to play but or something to do and you're in a situation where all you've got is your phone and no internet connection. It's one of those ones where you can play it offline. I think that's the ultimate compliment for a mobile game, to be honest. Like, yeah, I don't know what. Well, that's the developer. Maybe they're like, yes, man, finally made the ultimate toilet game. It must be so gratifying to a developer when you describe their game as a a toilet game. I I suppose so. But, you know, it's it's not something that's uh, generally um, uh, considered a compliment. The word I've never been part of that, but I I know you quite like that. I mean, that does sound super interesting. And before we go, I just wanted to give props to the... Uh, I, I can't remember what the, the mode's called now. It's just suddenly escaped me. But um, the RPG mode in FIFA's 17, 18, and 19, uh, where you follow the the journey, yeah, where you follow the career of one uh, Alex Hunter and, uh, yeah, and some of his friends. And it's it's got um, sort of Mass Effect-style dialogue trees. Uh, I suppose like that game, you're, you're managing your relationships with your mum and your family. And um, I, I suppose it, it can get a, a little bit uh, tedious with the amount of uh, training it, it, it makes you go through for the uh, for to upgrade your stats. Um, but I, I, I thought the story elements were really well done. It's it's I can I can imagine it's very well researched. These are the kind of things that a, a modern player have would have to go through. Um, uh, you, you know, you, you have um, sort of uh, predatory agents and um, companies trying to get your sponsorship and. Um, you, you go from yeah, you, um, you can actually buy the trilogy uh, just going without from the rest of the game getting signed by a Premiership so team to going on loan to a Championship team, coming back and eventually trilogy, making your way up to an England call up. Um, the, ah. Yep, uh, yeah, you meet Harry Kane. Uh, you meet, uh, I think, Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, gives you a few I mean, sage words of wisdom as well. I mean, it's point. not well worth it because you can probably yeah. pick up all those three FIFAs for about three quid each. <laughs> With how much FIFA prices fall, but yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, there were, there were some. Oh, is that right? Uh, well worth it. I mean, I, I got um uh, at least twenty hours per game out of that one, and uh, uh, to be honest, there were very few parts of it I didn't enjoy. I mean, when when you're just yeah. uh, knocking the games down, I think it's a good idea if you're not really that into <laughs> the the normal online side That's of it. True. I think, I think most uh, people play yeah. it for the online I, I kind of, of it hope somebody expands on that in the future. I know they dropped into the latest in, then that um, might... FIFA. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it's a really interesting concept, and some yeah. other sports games have done it quite well as well. Um, so I've, I've semi-enjoyed the, the one in the NFL game. I, I think... This...
Yeah, I, I mean, the way that it makes you do um, different drills sort of between matches that can really sort of level up your level up your skills in in certain things and uh, in a in a bite sized kind of way. And by the time yeah. I'd finished all three games. I did feel okay, like just, I'd, just I'd like to jump on online and I'd learn things that I'd, I'd never really knew how to do before um, when I've just been playing casually. About these, because otherwise we're going to have like a seven-hour podcast. Yeah, uh, I think it's but, a fantastic um, introduction. Really, yeah, the, 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 the first one to, I wanted to mention: high-level player, was, or at least um, player where using Slam. the full range. Um, if you guys have of, played um, this one, of what's available to you on the GameCube, PS2. It was basically a sort of indoor three-a-side action football game with crazy power-ups and stuff and I, I was reading a um article of like the worst football games of all time and this was somehow on this list so i thought i had to mention it because i absolutely love this game and it does not deserve to be there whoever wrote that list needs to play that game properly wasn't that the game that um steven got really annoyed with yeah that was the one yeah 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 i mean if you just Possibly. Ring, rings a bell, but yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, the other one I wanted to mention was uh, Inazuma 11. This is so, Dave, you actually bought this for my birthday about I don't know, 10 years ago or something I, I think, on the uh, Nintendo DS or Nintendo 3DS. I can't remember. What, I think it was the DS. What's the one called? Um, Puma, yeah, it's quite a fun, a fun little um, JRPG. Well. Um, I think I remember playing some of that. Game. I think so that you, was um, sort of like five or side type to, thing. You have to go around and um, make friends with people and get them to join your team. And then you play the matches, but the matches are a bit different to normal football and yeah that's 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 one that's worth checking out if you again if you like a nice a nice story to your football game and then the final one i wanted to mention is my favorite non-fifa football game and that is um super mario strikers charged on the nintendo wii which i am desperate for them to make a sequel to as the wii one looks horrible because they didn't have hd graphics back then um but that, yeah that's the again that i'd Highly recommend if someone wanted to play a, a fun multiplayer football game, doing like a, a co-op season on that with someone is yeah, it's, it's great, great game. So yeah, just wanted to mention those. Okay, so we'll um, to check those out. Yeah. So Dave, is your quiz ready? So uh, we'll yeah we'll launch into the quiz and then we'll have a little break and then we're going to finish off uh, with. By rating each other's childhood, we've all we've picked out three games. So Wes has picked out FIFA '99. I've picked out Manchester United Europe. Cool. And Dave has picked out Virtual Soccer. Uh, so we're going to be reviewing those uh, for each other. Um, it uh, is. Yeah. yeah. We'll um, with, uh, do we want to Dave's take a break quiz, first, or so shall we launch into the quiz? Dave. Take a break afterwards. Okay, so this is the football game quiz. These down, um, so these are all um, questions um, related to football games, past and present. Okay. <clears throat> um, each question will be weighted with a different points, which I'll explain at the time. Oh, and so without further ado, let's jump into it. So my first question is... 96. In what year was the first game in the FIFA series released? This is two points if you get the correct answer. I'm thinking... No good I feel like it's either No, I, I would just take your answers. Um, I'm going to go with 93. As we go. I'll take both, take both of your answers. I'll, I'll reveal the correct answer. No, I didn't look, though. 
Not that desperate to win your cup. Uh, no, ninety-six. Where says uh, Steve? Nineteen ninety-three. Bang on. That's two points to Steve. Oh, you definitely didn't look there. <laughs> so Messi and Ronaldo have got to be a okay. one and two. Uh, Second question. Um, According to say, the website FM Scout, um, I'm going to say which players Messi, have the three Ronaldo, highest current ability ratings in Football person. Manager 2020? Uh, so Webb. one point for each and uh, one point uh, yeah, uh, Messi will be number one. if you get the correct ordering Cristiano, of the top three. Cristiano number two. And then I'm going to say... Go on then. Neymar. Okay. Uh, yeah, probably Neymar. Um... Okay. I'm going to go more out there. And I was thinking Manuel Manuel Neuer, the uh, Bayern Munich keeper. But okay. Who did you have your, as your third, Steve? Because we both got it done, Matt. No, yeah. Well, I can reveal that uh, you both got the first two spots right. It's actually joint first between Cristiano, Cristiano Ronaldo oh, and Lionel Messi. Oh, that's my other guess. Oh. Um, they have uh, current ability scores of 195 out of 200. And um, so you get one point each for those, plus um, an extra point each for getting them in the right position. Um, How many questions are there? I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say they're interchangeable. Since they're oh, uh, the third player is actually <laughs> okay. Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> so that's uh, two points each for that question. Uh, so now Steve is on four, Wiz is on two. Whatever said. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, third, uh, there's eight one. questions. Oh, sorry, no, there's nine questions. <laughs> no, um, yeah. yeah, nice oh, yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. Nine I, questions. I want to remember that. Yeah. Um, what um, is Juventus replaced by in the latest football manager? What what is it? Uh, what is the name of the? Uh... Why do I? Have it? Why, why, uh, I, I wouldn't have got it. Where's going to have it? I, I, this, is, this is a terrible question because if somebody sounds like they know it, um, the other person is just going to say the same thing. Yeah, zebra. <laughs> okay. um, well, no, completely redundant right. question. That, but uh, if I'd have gone first, I would not have got well, it. I'll just give you an extra point each. Five three. <laughs> Okay, according to sport, <laughs> is the, are the call the same in um, FIFA as well? No, the call. Oh, um, uh, yeah, but I suppose the nature of the question in, is, we yeah. said it immediately. Yeah, that's, that's the one I wouldn't have got. And uh, oh, you would have yeah. said the same thing because he sounded so certain in his. No, well, tell, tell you what, let's, let's let's scratch that question. I was thinking about this question last night, and I think I decided not to put it in, and that's probably Do you have why. To be exact. Snappy. Um, okay, uh, question three. According to sportsking.com, uh, okay. how many times more copies did FIFA 19 sell over PES 19? Like how? How many times? You don't have to be exact. Uh, the closest gets at one point. Uh, if you get within, um, Nine if, times if, you get, say, if you get within two, um, orders of magnitude, um... uh, you get an extra three points. 
So, I, so how many I times so in more my head, copies in my head, FIFA I'm thinking 19 Pez probably did sell about, over Pez 19? I don't know, half a million. Yeah. And FIFA probably did about, I don't know, six. So I guess around 10. Nine times more copies. 10, 12, I'm going to say 12 times. No, I'll go with 10 because I'm probably, if my 500,000 is way out there, that's crazy. So I'll go 10 times. Wow. No. <laughs> Have you got the numbers? Ten times more. Okay, um, so Steve's the closest there. Um, the actual number is 22.2 times. More than PES 19. Um... I could bring them up. Um, I, from memory, I, I think um, we, we had Pez on half a million, like I said. No. And I think uh, well, FIFA 19 did something like... Uh, do I not get anything for Zebra? Uh, definitely gets the point for Zebra. 10 million? Uh, yeah, but slightly yeah, more than 10. got I it. You <laughs> got it in <laughs> Okay, so I want to award the bonus points because you're sort of a fair bit okay. off there. Um, <laughs> so that leaves Stee on five points. Oh, Wes on two points. What's that? Shall we get? Shall we give him that extra point That's, for Zebra? This would be a lot easier on older yeah. games because maybe we should the covers. It's just maybe we should send the first one to call out. Gets a point. Let's call it five three then. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, who was on the cover of the last three FIFA games? Uh, if you get so this is FIFA twenty, yeah, FIFA we'll nineteen, FIFA said. eighteen. Uh, you get one point right, okay. for each correct answer and one point right, if you okay. can specify the order. Well. Right, okay. Um, well, if we're going to get technical, the cover star for FIFA 20 for me is Zinedine Zidane. Did you all downloads, yeah. <laughs> Why have you got like a special one? Oh, okay, so shall we say who was the cover star of FIFA 20? No, it's Cristiano Ronaldo. Okay. No, I, yeah, that's what I mean. I, I'm going to take your answers for 19, then 18. I can't even picture seeing the box. Sit down. Uh, so I'm going to go with Ronaldo as well. Is that is that your final answer? Um, when in doubt, where's Ronaldo? Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo. I feel like it's Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, Steve, who do you think's on the cover of FIFA 20? <clears throat> oh, Cristiano Ronaldo. Find <laughs> out, Cristiano Ronaldo. Actually, can, I'm gonna, can I change my answers for FIFA 20? Um, How about FIFA 19? Yeah, FIFA 19? Team's not even licensed. Uh, I'm pretty sure he'd be on the box with Pez. So, with that in mind, <gasps> I'm going to say Neymar. <clears throat> and I'm also going to say Neymar for 18. <laughs> and no, how about FIFA 18? On <laughs> 18 and 20, I'm going with Neymar. Uh, yeah, I sure. don't think he's on 20 at all. I, I, I can kind of picture it, but I'm. I feel like I don't know who it is. Yeah, I feel like I... Okay, I'm going to change my answers as well. <laughs> no, I'll explain that it's wrong. FIFA 20 is Neymar. FIFA so you 19 think Neymar's been on 18 um, is Ronaldo. <laughs> Final answer. Okay. Okay. 
Oh, it's bloody hell, isn't it? Yeah, you've got to change that uh, FIFA 21 then, Wes. Yeah. No, is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. It's, it's definitely Hazard because I've just looked, but yeah. Okay, okay so um, as far as I understand it, uh, Wes's final answers are going <laughs> 2019 and 18. Neymar, Ronaldo, and Ronaldo again. Uh, Steve, you've said Neymar for 20, then De Bruyne, and Neymar. Oh, that's your, that's your final answer? Oh, that's one, Wes. Hey. <laughs> Don't do that. Are you ruining the spirit of the quiz? Okay, right. Um, so I can reveal that the uh, cover star oh, of the last three games was actually Hazard, yeah, uh, FIFA 20. And both no, no, 19 and 18 have Christian. Yeah, yeah, Cristiano so Ronaldo Ronaldo for the last one and Neymar for this one and the 18. So that's one point. So that's um, uh, Wes gets yeah. a point each for the two Ronaldo answers and an extra point I for the right order. Um, so that leaves us on Steve with five and Wes has caught up with five. Is that what you're saying? Oh, did you say Neymar, Ronaldo, Neymar? Okay, right, okay. So, right, okay. <laughs> um, I don't know, maybe it was a special edition or something. Um, oh, okay, so by getting uh, Ronaldo the, right and in the yeah, right position, the, the FIFA 19 so Champions seven. Edition had uh, By yeah, getting Ronaldo right twice and in the right positions, uh, that Wes gets an extra four, yeah, no, so that fine. would bring him up to seven as well. So it's neck and neck as we're going to question five. How exciting. Uh, which of these footballing icons has not lent his name to a video game? Kenny Dalglish? What do, you, what do you mean by lent, as in for the title? As in I should, I should have specified that there were the, the bog standard editions that you might get from. Tesco, I don't know. Uh, which of the following icons has not lent his name to a video game? A, right, Kenny Dagleish. I think I know it. B, Graham Sooners. C, Mark Lawrenson. D, go Alan Hansen. Yeah, so his, his name hasn't appeared in the title of a no, game. So I've, uh, I've, Kenny Dagleish. I think it's Alan Hansen. I was thinking Graham, Graham Sooners, Sooners or Alan Hansen. Mark sure Lawrenson. Alan um, Hansen. There was definitely a... What was the second one again? So you're saying yeah. Graham Sooners has not lent yeah, his name. Yeah, I'm going to go with Alan Hansen. Okay. Uh, do you need the answers again? Uh, oh. I remember the Kenny Dalglish. Uh, well, Graham Sooners was the second one. There's also Kenny Dalglish, Mark Lawrenson. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, you're both wrong on that one, unfortunately. Uh, the only uh, one of those footballing icons that has not lent his name to a video game is Mark Lawrenson. He don't seem like the type um, Alan Hansen didn't actually lend his name to a football game as such. Know. It was a uh, quiz game for the Wii. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that leaves you both on seven points. Okay, uh, another another stats question here. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne is the third best player in football manager uh, 2020, as we uh, uh, mentioned earlier. But who 19, is the third highest rated player two. in FIFA? The third highest rated player in FIFA. 
<laughs> oh, no, sorry, that was Football Manager 2020. Uh, it, okay, um, two points if you can get the player, and an extra point if you can guess what his rating I is. should know this. should know this. Steve's going for Hazard, 92. I know it. <laughs> it is. Okay, I'm going to go Virgil van Dijk. Third highest rated player in FIFA and his rating. Uh, I hope that wasn't keyboard I could hear. Go on. Virgil van Dijk with a 92 rating. Can't believe I don't know these. Well, now these are what we should know. Okay, I can reveal that the third highest rated player in FIFA is actually Neymar Jr. Um, his is 93, I think. I, I didn't actually write uh-huh. what his rating was. I can find it out. Bear with me a second. Well, I'll get back to being close. Okay. Uh, there we go, Neymar Jr. with a 92. Um, van Dijk, Hazard, is, Hazard is 91, and Van Dijk is on 90. Okay, and our final question is the music round. Um, so I'm, I'm not giving any points for that round, by the way. Seven each, so this is... Uh... No. <laughs> um, if any of these are FIFA, it's going to be um, so hard. So I'm going to pay you, know, you a 30-second clip of um, some uh, music that were featured in a football game. Over okay. the last, uh, I can do this. Well, um, let's say over the last fifteen years, <laughs> it, um, it, it might be very, played it, so. just just a football exactly. game, and <laughs> you can <laughs> have a point for the series. All right, okay. And you can have an extra, you can have an extra two points for the uh, year that it was featured in. Okay, so um, here we go. Um, here's your thirty-second clip music. <laughs> I think you probably both had a decent chance of having played this game. So let's go. Yeah, I think we've both got an equal chance of getting <laughs> 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 I'm going to let Wes go first. Yeah, it was great. So what were you saying, last, last 15 years? Okay. Go Wes. Good gracious. Um... <laughs> Any ideas? Did you like that, by the way? Uh, so yeah, it was it was out in the last fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a I've, particular I've, I've series and a particular that, year. Pez won. <laughs> yeah, I picked this one out specifically specifically because it does seem like um, a, a memorable tune for a lot of people. I mean, it is Pez. 
It's interesting for what you Pez won. Uh, what year would that There's have been? There's a game for the last 15 years, and Wes has gone with Pez 2000. I like my, I like my odds here. Okay. Pez won in the year. No, he's, he's given it now. <laughs> my logic can't help. But we'll go with, All right, I'm going to go with, we'll go um, with Pez in 2000. For, like um, it, like a, it might have a number attached to it, Pez in 2000. African I don't know. Well, I won't, um, I won't stop him from giving that as an answer, but uh, I'm, I'll give you a chance to change it if you like, Wiz. His year of shows was before Pez. Yeah, it, it does sound like a, it's got a bit of a World Cup vibe um, about it. But I can tell you it's actually uh, Pez, and it was featured on the soundtrack on 2007 or 2008. Um, Wes well, gets uh, one point for specifying Pez, even though the game was uh, far beyond. Looking forward to that, Dave. It's really range. And, All he chose was some Pez game I've never played. <laughs> None of us have played. <laughs> Wes, Wes wins the uh, quiz seven points. Sorry, eight points to seven. Okay. Yeah, next time, we'll, uh, yeah, I'll let you uh, start a music What's that? round. All right. Well, um, oh, yeah, that's we'll all there is, unfortunately. Break, guys. Yeah. Um, We'll try and make the uh, second, I say half. I'm hoping we'll get the next bit done in about 15 minutes. So if you guys want to get a drink, drink and a uh, smoke or whatever, and we'll. We'll, well we, we should we should make um, a music round. Um, um, okay, guys, welcome back. So we're going to um, do a Rate My Childhood for regular uh, listeners. You'll know that basically we pick a game from each person's childhood and we decide if that's junk or gem. So we've got a, a bit of a special uh, treat today. We're doing three. So each of us have, got, have named a game and the other two have played that game. And then we'll, and, and they're all football related games because it's a football podcast, obviously. So we'll start with mine. So uh, I believe, I think mine's the earliest one. So. Basically, mine is Manchester United Europe uh, on the uh, I don't know, kind of Archimedes, but I think it also came out on uh, the Amiga, maybe DOS. Um, so it was 1991 when this one came out. Uh, so we had the original, um, which was just called Manchester United. Um, played both of these to death. The, re- the, the, re- the main reason I chose Europe over uh, the original is because Europe was two players. Um, so, yeah, we, I, we played a lot more of that one with my brother. Um, in terms of the the, the gameplay stuff, it's um, uh, so it's a, I, I guess it's similar to FIFA's uh, telecam in, in terms of uh, where where the camera's positioned. So you're going left to right, it's fairly zoomed out, um, compared to a lot of the games around then. Uh, it's not a bad looking game for 1991, uh, I would say. Um, basically, you can only be Manchester United in it, and um, I think you just. I can't remember if you just play in Europe. Um, you, you, do, you do like a, a campaign um, and you've got the likes of uh, Steve Bruce and Gary McAllister and all those long since retired footballers. Um, so yeah, guys, what did you think of uh, my... my this, this, was, this was essentially my... Well, the first game was my first foray into football games. This was my 
first foray into multiplayer football games, but it's very similar to the first game. So this, I would say, is my first foray into football games uh, when I was about seven years old. So, um, so yeah, Wes, do you want to start us off? Well, I would say I appreciate the the sort of tele camera angle because I do struggle with the end-to-end stuff from the really older ones. Uh, I mean, the music's amazing. I feel like I need to say that. Yeah, awesome, awesome little menu music, and I really like the uh, the sound effects and stuff as well. Just wanted to just wanted to mention that. But carry on. Well. It's it's difficult. It's difficult for me growing up with sort of more modern football games. So any game like this to me, it, it's difficult for me to get into and play and enjoy. Um, but I can imagine back in the day, this was this was a really good experience, especially with all the end to end stuff and the really old football games. But. Um, I- I reckon, um, so I, I played through a few of them over the last few days, and this was the first one, if we're talking chronologically, that actually looked like a modern football game in terms of where the camera was and in some respects how it played. Yep. <laughs> what do you think of this one, Dave? Um, I, see, I, I feel like I'm reviewing this one hand side behind my back, essentially, because uh, I was only able to play it single player. Um, it's going to be very hard to find a second player uh, to play this with these days. Um, it, like it, Obviously, it's not online. I, I played through an emulator. I suppose I could have maybe wrote my wife into trying to play the multiplayer with me, but <laughs> I did great. Um, I, I must say, in single player, uh, very difficult. Um, I, I don't know how many uh, difficulty options there are, but um, I, I tried to play it as intended, and I jumped right in, and I could barely keep hold of the ball two seconds. It seemed like as soon as it came to one of my players. Um, so I, I, I had one of their players like immediately slide tackle me and take it off me. It was quite rare. I actually got down um, the, the opposition end to have a crack at having a shot, and by the time I got down there, like I, I'd used shoot so little that I couldn't remember how to do it. I um. Yeah, uh, it's um, I, I mean it's so difficult, sort of, uh, especially playing an old game uh, which doesn't have a, an awful lot of uh, single player appeal, at least not as much as newer ones. Um, and playing it solo as well, um, there's just no sense of uh, sort of um, learning the game at a, at a pace um, suited to you, or playing it along with somebody who are both beginners. Um, talk about the positives. Uh, yeah, like I say, it, it, very good looking game for its time. Uh, games that came out afterwards um, that I also played, like uh, um, so maybe even FIFA um, '98 on the on the SNES, a uh, lot better looking than that. I thought, um, uh, obviously better than Sensible Soccer, although Sensible Soccer is a lot more stylized. Um, I, I mean, I, th- I think this this game is one of the reasons why I found it hard to get into a lot of 90s football games up until the, the PlayStation era, because this did look a lot better than those. Um, and I don't think it played particularly worse, because they were all like pretty terrible and similar. Um, but yeah, I always thought this, this this looked a lot better, and it was weird going to... going to any, Especially the ones with a more zoomed-in, chunky sprite option, because it was hard enough on this one to pass to a teammate 
when you kind of could see them on the edge of the screen, never mind ones where you just kicked it and hoped there was someone there. Yeah, I, I mean, the passing systems in a lot of these older games, like, it, I feel like it's it not hope. like... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not like a modern uh, FIFA or PES game where if, if you're tilting the stick in the direction of the character that you, or the player that you want to pass to, and, and you press pass, it'll more than likely get, get to him. Like, half of the time, I, f- I felt like it was just flying off the side of the pitch. Um, I mean, a lot of the ones I played didn't have uh, crosses and headers, and this that's something this one did have, which kind of made it a bit more unique. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of them, yeah, you didn't tend to be able to yeah, do a lofted cross, and you certainly couldn't do a header. I mean, good yeah. looks quite better in it, but still, you could do them. Yeah, it certainly had some nice menus. Uh, presentation's good. Uh, good music. Uh, I, I think I remember doing. <laughs> um, I, I didn't spend a, a massive amount of time with the game since we had three to get through. Uh, for it's this. a very um, Akon Archimedes soundtrack kind of music. That's the kind of sounds you'd expect from the, the Akon Archimedes, which was I always thought was pretty decent music-wise. A lot, a lot of places used the actual uh, computer itself as a music PC. They tended to have it in... like Our, our school had it in the music department. Uh, that was one of its sort of strong points, so... Um, yeah, this yeah, this kind of music that you got from it was uh, uh, similar to a lot of a lot of games around them. Yeah, well, that's interesting. Um, yeah, I, I remember playing Mad Professor Moriarty on the Archimedes, and I was bopping along to the soundtrack in that. It, it is, it does seem to have a good sound chip. Yeah. Um, I, but um, it's it's hard to know what to say about um a, a lot of old football games because if you're playing a few of them, where there's just sort of incremental changes each time and I, th- I feel like this was in an era where um uh, new new generations of football games were only slightly different from the ones that came before i mean you could compare it to something like way back like the atari 2600 game that we're playing which doesn't really look much like football at all um but in this era sort of uh, games uh we're sort of trying to figure out what worked in a football game and uh, to be to give it its credit this one seemed like it had it figured out a little bit sooner than some of them, <laughs> if that makes sense. Did you enjoy the uh, collision detection in the game? Did you see, notice much of that? Well, um, one of the main things that I found difficult about it is uh, when passing to another player, um, it, it helps to kind of let go of the controls until the player releases, uh, until the player gets the ball. Because if you try and uh, pass and then move your character forward to run onto it, it often bounces off the back of his heels <laughs> yeah. straight up straight into the other player again um so yeah it certainly has its its quirks but not necessarily a bad thing um like say uh, it, it doesn't have the stickiness of a, of a more modern football game um it's something to master though i suppose at the time yeah where's you got any other thoughts on it um no just just comparisons between that and uh the other game that we're going to review for me, anyway, a virtual soccer. Yeah, well, that's that's what happens when you don't play the game and you just watch it on YouTube. <laughs> and you do an Oliver. There's always one. All right, okay, so we'll, so guys, do you want a gem or junket? Dave, I'll let you start. Uh, I mean, it, it's not bad for its time, but uh, I, I can't see it being in, in the same category as something like sensible soccer where you, you would you would go back um 
and I'd play this in, in preference to a more modern game. I, I'd, I'd probably err, err slightly on the side of junk, I'm afraid. Okay, Wes? I would probably also say junk, but it's a gem for you. <laughs> it, 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 it's not something I would want to go back and play, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say it, it's it's a nice it's a nice looking game, uh, but yeah, un, like you say, un, unlike pretty much sensible soccer, and then nothing until FIFA. Um, it, it it was annoying to play, uh, doing trying to slide the tiny ball um, with your slide tackle was difficult. Um, and yeah, the, anything without a little radar when you're going from left to right is so difficult to play. You need that radar that FIFA has yeah. to see where your players are. It's like you said, Dave, it's like the, the all kind of football games from that time all kind of merge into one because mm. they're yeah, all they're, sorts they're of I, mean, I feel like this one stands out because I can't think of many that looked like as good as this yeah. one. It definitely looks less uh, arcadey. Yeah, it definitely goes for more of a. Yeah, realistic look. Definitely does. All right. So um, yeah, see, I thought I'd, I'd, I'd recognize a lot of the players in it as well, although I only recognize about half of the team. It was probably slightly before my time. I mean, I, I don't, I, I, I know players like Michael Phelan by name, but I don't remember watching them play. Um, there, there's some bl- nice blasts from the past in there, though. Yeah. Dennis Irwin, etc. Paulins. Paulins, yeah. Who is um, white in this game? Is that right? <laughs> is it? I commented on the stream that, oh, well, Paulins is white in this. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was this game, yeah. And everyone's kind of a, a yellowy colour, to be honest. But... Yeah, like the Simpsons. Yeah. Okay, so uh, that's junk, unfortunately. So chronologically, the next game on the list then is Virtual Soccer on the Super Nintendo. So Davis was your pick. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, so uh, this was the first football game that I truly uh, plugged a lot of time into. Um, it's it's um, uh, whereas most football games these days they do a left to right uh, type of uh, like like say telecam uh, style. Uh, this is uh, up and down uh, a lot like sensible soccer is, um, and it's probably got a, a similar kind of frenetic pace to it as well. Although I think it does try and be a, a little more realistic in the graphics department. Um, it used the mode seven chip, I believe, um, in the snares to kind of give a, a vaguely three D effect to to the uh, pitch. Um, you can see it when the ball goes up high, so the the pitch kind of stretches into the distance. Um, <clears throat> so th- this wasn't sort of massively apparent while I was playing this back for the uh, for, for the for the podcast, but um, I I do feel like the game had enough depth um, that um, allowed me to carry on playing it through. A number of months, uh, I, I felt like uh, it was one it was possible to get better at, if that makes sense. Where, where it's a lot of these um, early football games, you ju- you're just uh, flailing about a lot. Um, I, I th- the, the movement is very uh, precise, I, I think, compared to something like uh, the SNES FIFA games, for example. Um, I, I just thought it was a, a cracking bit of fun. Okay, Wes, do you want to start? I will, yes. Uh, going to start with um, that appears as though you can choose between end to end and side to side. Yeah, you kind of say so. In the, yeah, in the menu. So I think it starts you off side to side initially. But yeah, you, you do have the option of uh, doing like a yeah sensible soccer uh, top to bottom. Uh, oh, see, I, I thought it was the other way around. I thought it started you off top to bottom. Uh, definitely, definitely not on the one I. I don't know if mine was American version or anything different, but yeah, it was definitely 
started me off side to side and I changed it to top to bottom. Oh, that's interesting. Okay, well, I suppose I mostly played it top to bottom because that's what I learned the game as. I might, uh, yeah, I, might, I, I, I tried both. Top to bottom was definitely better. But anyway, I'll, I'll get to my points in a sec before before I start slating it. I'll let Wes uh, talk about it. <laughs> well, I um, I feel like this this to me this looks better than the Manchester United Europe. Don't know what it is. Do you think it's just because of the graphical effects to it? So like a vaguely three D. Yeah, quite as detailed, but um, they they kind of run around a bit more smoothly as well. I think. I I think it's the fact that with the with the with the Manchester United game, they they've obviously tried to make it realistic, but because they've done the realist, they've tried to make it realistic. I don't know if virtual soccer because it has an arcadey feel, so the the graphics kind of work. Yeah, the, the animations are definitely a lot better in this. It's got like shadows and stuff on the player and stuff. Yeah, like in the Magic Knight again, the the running is very very stiff. But in uh, in this one, it looks a bit more flowy. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, <where's, laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So now I'm going to slate it. All right. So um, so the put yeah, the positives are the fact that yeah you can you can choose your different perspectives which I thought I thought seemed re- pretty revolutionary. I, I couldn't think of another football game, especially. If, I mean, well, yeah, I'm sure there are others, but I can't think of a single football game where I've come across that before. So yeah, I thought that was um, yeah revolutionary. Um, and the uh, the celebrations when people score the little animations I, I thought were really good. And when someone gets a penalty. Uh, it looks really good then, where it changes the camera angle. Um, you get a more sort of um, a lot higher close-in graphical upgrade, and the little uh, celebration from scoring a penalty is really cool. It seems a bit unfair that you want to slay if you're using words like revolutionary to describe it. <laughs> yeah, so that's where the positives end. Um, so in terms of gameplay, it felt like a million other football games from that era uh, of of just sort of kicking the ball, uh, slide tackling, and trying to kick and trying to shoot, pass, whatever. Uh, there didn't really seem to be too much going on. I don't, I don't think there was a run button or anything. It just seemed to be kick, uh, kick ball, and slide. Um, yeah, yeah, fair. The uh, so the the gameplay was awful. So for some reason, <laughs> your keeper would have some sort of um, infatuation with the corner flag, so the keeper just kept wandering off towards the sides, uh, and then they just walk in and score. And I, I couldn't tell you why the keeper. I think he was just like showing off for the cameras because he kept trying to come back and make awesome saves. But some of the times he was just so far away that there was no chance of him like ever getting back. It's like he had a water bottle over by the corner flag, and he kept wandering off to try and get it. He so... just get his spectacular dive, so he tries to get as far away from the uh... yeah. And for some reason he couldn't catch it, so he'd always like dive and just palm it, and then run and dive again and palm it even further. Uh, <laughs> even though by that point it was miles out of his area, but that seemed to be fine. Yeah, that's um, the uh, it felt like playing it. So when I was um, in twenty, uh, I think it was twenty two thousand nine, um, I broke my leg when I was wrestling, and this was a more painful experience than that. Um, it, it was like a Souls-like soccer experience, uh, is how I would describe it. I, I managed to make it into the other half only if my goal kick went to the other half and my player got it. 
the the computer was relentless in hunting you down um and just constantly on top of you luckily the computer was pretty terrible and only ever scored when my keeper was loitering over at the corner flag but unfortunately that was quite a lot um if you tried to get the ball back off the uh the the opposition the only seemed to way to do that was with a slide tackle but even though the camera was quite zoomed out a slide tackle could easily take you off the screen, even if you're at the bottom of the screen. For some reason, they like, yeah, I remember this. slide halfway along the pitch. Um, and if you miss that slide tackle, there was never any defenders around because any players that you weren't controlling, um, the, the AI was just terrible. And, yeah, it was just, just running around. And it always gave you the most sort of central player when you tried to swap to players. So if you miss with that one, you, you're always wide open. And yeah, you keep one there to protect you. Yeah, so um, you, might, you might cost these kind of uh, 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 features, shall we say, as uh, <laughs> as um, sort of unrealistic. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, it's quite a kinetic game. Let, let's 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 call it that. I mean, uh, it's 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 quite fast paced and knockabout. Yeah, it's definitely. So, so if you if you're sliding halfway across the pitch, that's sort of. Um, that that's a um if say you got a, a an attacker approaching from the top of the screen you're at the bottom of the screen you want to be able to get that ball um you, you know if you, if you take a chance on a, a half long pitch pitch long slide i mean uh, i felt like a pitch long slide was probably my only hope of getting the ball into their half because it might end the slide in their half but then as soon as i was there their players would just run faster than mine and come take the ball off me um the other thing I wanted to mention was, so in the first game I had of it, I had five players stretched off. Um, so yeah, the computer was pretty brutal. Um, and in that game, two yellow cards were given out. I do remember uh, dirty um, AI, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so they, they're just constantly like tackling you from behind, injuring your players to the point where you don't actually have any subs left. Um, and yeah, the, and the, they don't seem to give out red cards. So any time that I did manage to think I might have a chance in their half, one of their players would just come up behind me, do a dirty tackle, and my guy would have to go off injured. And then I'd have to watch for the fourth time my very, the very long stretcher off animation and listen to the stretcher off music. So well, stretcher off music, I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure there's a little jingle it plays when you get stretched off. <laughs> just like so, me. Um, uh, so yeah. Um, that's, I think that was pretty much everything I uh, wanted to cover regarding that game. Um, yeah, yeah, I, mean, I can't really argue with any of that. Although <laughs> some 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 of the things that you found annoying, I, I suppose I at the time I would have just seen that as um, putting the action up front, so rather than hiding it behind <laughs> any kind of a. There were just so uh, many SNES games like that where, for some reason, they always had a really long slide tackle, and I always found that really annoying. And they carried that on into some of the um, even some of the Dreamcast games. And it's just so annoying when you trying to, you need to defend. You don't really want to let someone free. like on a, a modern FIFA game where obviously like defending is quite a big part of the game. Um, so you're trying to you're not trying to overcommit or anything. Whereas there, you just got one guy. You you've basically got a split second to time your side tackle, or he's just going to run straight past you. In, and, in eight, eight directions as well. Let's not forget. Yeah, yeah, in eight directions. And not only are you going to miss it if you miss that slide tackle, which the odds of hitting it are pretty slim. Uh, you're also going to go miles past it and give him all the time in the world to shoot with a keeper that's not in the net. So, uh, yeah, what, what wasn't what a huge fan of that game. Um, I, I can argue with a lot of that, though, to be honest. I was getting really angry playing it because I really just wanted to have a shot. I didn't manage a single shot. 
Um, I just could not get past the uh, the, the little the circle uh, on the around the halfway line. Um, and yeah, the, yeah, like yeah, the, if, what, if you were running around the midfield, you did tend to get um, the opposition just swarming you, didn't you? Like, yeah, like, I, I thought I'd made it through because there was no one anywhere near me. So I thought, oh, finally, I've got it from a goal kick. And then some their striker came from the bottom of the pitch and just ran after me and overtook me before I'd taken about four steps and uh, then fouled me and injured me. So, yeah. And then I had a little stretch animation again. It's awesome. So, uh, what what do you think, guys? Gem or junk? Junk. <laughs> junk. <laughs> what, it's, it's, it's one of the worst games I've ever played. Uh, it's definitely the worst game I've played doing this podcast. Uh and even by this podcast's very low standard of Gemma Junk, this is most certainly junk. Don't play this game. Uh, look at the animation on, on YouTube. Wes made the right choice by looking at it on YouTube and not bothering to soil his life with this yes. this, this trash of a shit game. Well, strong words considering we've we've played a uh, McDonald Kids for the NES as well. <laughs> I would. I mean. McDonald's kids, it was rubbish, but like it didn't anger me how bad it was. There was no point where I was just like, "Oh my god, I just want to jump up there." It just, it just, I just felt like it, the game refused to let me play the game, and it, I didn't understand what like the sadistic developers were getting out of making me have such a horrible time. Of you're a kid, you buy a football game, you want to score a goal. I could have played that for months. I was not scoring a goal. I was not having a shot. I was just getting bullied by horrible AI. Maybe, maybe two play it would have been all right. I don't know, but that was Incidentally, not good. Like, um, I, I played something like a probably around fifteen football games um, on stream to try and uh, get a, get a sense of some of these older ones that you guys um, I've, I've, I've picked. Um, and I think I managed to score a goal in roughly half of them. Yeah. <laughs> in a hell of a lot of older football games, like unless you spend a significant amount of time with it, you're probably not scoring. No, no. Yeah, so that's it. Like I so said, the only highlights of it I thought were just some of the animations are really cool, and the choosing between different perspectives was interesting. But the gameplay was just awful. Uh, I've not written anything down about the sound, so. Revolution. I assume I, I assume I had no opinion of it. Perhaps when, the uh, stretcher jingles. The stretcher jingle. I don't know if that was a jingle or if that was my head going, you know, the Kill Bill noise. Like, rrr, rrr, rrr. I don't know if that was just my head doing that from how angry I was getting from being stretched off. Maybe. It's just, it's just all a blur now. And anything to add to that, Wes? <laughs> Where's Jim Junk? Covered all bases there. Um, junk, but I'm glad you enjoyed it, Dave. <laughs> uh, thank you. Yeah. I'm, I'm I mean, to be honest, I think if I was to rate it now, I'd probably say junk. <laughs> probably go slightly into the junk kind of uh, category. Okay, so on to the last one. So this is uh, this is Wes's choice. So this was FIFA 99 on the PlayStation 1. So Wes, do you want to tell us about that? Uh, yeah, this is probably the first football game that I have actual, like my earliest memories of really getting into a football game. I played it to death by myself with my friends and my family, and it was to me it was just there was there's like a void between the really old sort of arcade classic football games and then jumping to FIFA '99, where it suddenly got better ball control, better passing, 
the graphics are better. It's very 3D. So this is this was just my my sort of start into getting into modern football games. Would you say it's a Super Mario 64 or football games? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'd say no. It is a sort of the wider perspective. It's just personal personal sort of memories for me that make it special. But I th- I think if you, if you were going to pick out a FIFA it's very difficult. Yeah, I I mean was this um was this a big jump from um, the last one. Well, I suppose the one before that would have been Road to World Cup '98, right? Which was quite. No, World, World Cup '98 was the one before it. Yeah, Not should be confused with Road to World Cup '98. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, so, was, was this a step up from '98? Um, as far as you know. Not um, much. No. I never played that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I'd, I'd say like, um, yeah, FIFA Road to World Cup '98, World Cup '98. And FIFA ninety nine were all we're all pretty similar. Um I yeah, mean I did, I did play ninety nine straight after ninety eight and I did think uh, yeah it was probably maybe like a small step up. I, I think they did redo their engine a little bit. I mean it's it's nothing is it's nothing uh sort of game changer or anything like that, but it, it did seem sort of like a little bit smoother in general. Yeah, but, I think there's a there's a couple of new skills that get added. Um but especially the PS one version, I d I don't think it's that much of a step up. Um, but that, cause I, I so this for me this this game was a game I played a lot, but I had this one on the PC. Um, so this was one of the first games I got when I got a 3D graphics card. Um, so I was playing with this with the older Sidewinder Pro Control, I think it was. Um, and I absolutely loved FIFA '99 um, on the on the PC. Um, me and my friend absolutely yeah, played it to death, um, and it it just it looked absolutely stunning compared to any any other football game I played. But yeah, mainly because I was playing it on a PC and not the crappy PS1 version. Yeah, so, um, the PS1. Okay, Dave, you want to give your opinions of it then? Yeah, uh, well, I, I I enjoyed this one quite a lot. So, um, I've, um, I, not, it's not massive step up from uh, World to World Cup '98 on um, on the N64, which is the one that I played immediately before. But it, it's it's just a, an all round refinement, I think, and you, you could tell like the the X, it, there was a, a, a slight jump in the way that there not always is between um, sort of iterations of a of a PES or a FIFA game. Um, mm. I, I felt like the the players were just uh, uh, moving around more naturally, I, I suppose, um, compared to World to World Cup '98. Um, you got to play as uh, club teams, which which was a always a nice addition. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to know what to say about a FIFA game, isn't it? Everybody knows FIFA. Uh, I, uh, you know, it, it's just a solid step forward for the for the franchise. It seemed at the time. I, I played it on a PS One emulator, so I'm, I'm judging this by the PS One game. Um, the, the graphics, you know, it did have that um, PS One style blockiness, shimmeriness, but um, you, you know, if you squinted a little bit, um, you, you could you could probably. Uh, Tell that um, there's enough of an upgrade in graphics and animations um, that it added added a, a nice uh, new layer of realism on top of things. Okay. 
so yeah, I, I, so like I said, I've, I originally played this on the, the PC, but for the sake of this one, I'm reviewing the uh, PS1 version. Um, I felt like it felt similar to um, the gameplay feels similar to maybe an early, an early one of the early PES games, the early 2000 PES games. Um, it's, it's definitely um, the best football game on the um, on the PlayStation One. Um, I, I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of one that's that's better. Uh, however. Um, it doesn't really have anything that stands out for it. So, um, it, when, when I'm talking about gems and junks, I guess it's stuff that you've got. There's a reason to go back and play it. And I guess the only reason to go to play this game is if you only own a PlayStation One and want to play a good football game. <laughs> um, if you want, like, if if you were going to go back uh, and play a football game on the PS One, I'd always recommend Road to World Cup '98 just for that. The the endorsed um, five aside soccer because it's just it's something that you you just don't see anywhere else. Whereas this this feels like it's not a big enough step up from World to World Cup ninety eight and World Cup ninety eight. It's definitely better, but it's not a big enough step up, especially not one that you'd notice too much now. Um, that I'd say, oh yeah, you need to go and play FIFA ninety nine. But it is it is a yeah great. It was a great game for the time. Um, it, the uh, the extra little skills you get compared to uh, World Cup '98 did improve the gameplay, um, and it was a fun, uh, fun competitive game. Doing seasons on it was great. I had um, had some, I think I had all the licensing and stuff. Dennis Burkamp was on the cover, so you know can't go wrong with that. Um, the commentary I thought was really decent for the time. Um, I think that was one of the main plus points about the PlayStation because it was running off uh, discs that you, you got decent sound. So yeah, the the um the commentary definitely added to the game. Um, Did it have much of a career mode then, from what you guys remember? From what I can remember, it was just it wasn't like a a, a full on career mode like it is now. Just like a sort of you pick a team and run with them. I don't I don't remember like any any buying and selling of players. But yeah, yeah just I, could, I could be wrong. But um, yeah, I, I mean, it's a game I mainly played multiplayer. Um, whenever I played this game, it was always Manchester United versus Arsenal. Um, that, that that was that was the main, yeah, crux of it. But the fact the fact that I played it so much multiplayer and have such fond memories tells you that how good of a game it must have been for for the time. Um, yeah, but you've talked about um, your um, experiences with it in multiplayer ways, uh, often a bit uh, tense and angry. Uh, but uh, um, <laughs> did you play single player? Did it have a good offering in that respect? Um, my well, to be fair, my main memories are multiplayer, just like Steve. It's it was one of those those games that whenever friends came over, you'd always play it. You'd always have a few games of FIFA. Um, somebody got angry and yeah, someone got angry and pressed the power off button. Happened a lot. Or they'd press the controller at the open button. No, I don't remember controller throwing. I sometimes remember them pressing the uh, open the tray lid. Yeah, I used to throw the uh, I had to throw the SNES controller at the eject button quite a lot. Because <laughs> it was because yeah. because even though you lost, if you hit that eject button and the game popped out, you really won. So. You did. I, I never had a PlayStation One. I, I did have a Dreamcast, which might have a, a similar kind of thing, but. When, can you open it, uh, the PlayStation One while the disc is still spinning? Yes. Yeah. So it's being played. So, I mean, the main difference between the Dreamcast and if you're talking purely from a throwing controller's point of view, is that the uh, the PlayStation uh, open button is massive, 
whereas you you never manage to you, you know you need some sort of award if you manage to hit the open button on the Dreamcast or the controller. With the PlayStation. Yeah, with a PlayStation, you've got you know you've got the, the controllers seem like they're designed so that you can perfectly hit that jack button with the controller, um, and they've got kind of a better better aerodynamic feeling for when you throw them. Whereas if you throw the Dreamcast controller, um, you know I feel sorry for your wall if you miss. <laughs> But, but did you ever sort of have a sense that if you opened it while the game was still running, so like you were exposing the CD to the elements and you, and you thought you were going to cripple the console? Yeah, I was thought I was going to ruin everything. <laughs> I feel like I did a bit of disc swapping maybe on the PS1 or maybe Dreamcast, so I'm not sure. But yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's probably why they, they did it, right? Why they did yeah. lock on there. So, um, okay, so that's a good demo drunk. Dave, do you want to start? Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, gem, I suppose. Uh, there's no reason really to go back to play an old FIFA game. Um, when the current offering it just offers more of everything in general, I suppose. But, um, yeah, solid game, enjoyed playing it. Um, it, it felt like it came to me naturally because, um, uh, th- there's not that much of, of a change in the way things handle between then and now. Um, maybe, uh, so one of the first of the modern era FIFA games. I enjoyed it, gem, why not? So when I talk, when I say gem, when I'm talking gem or junk, I feel if something's a gem, then there has to be a reason to go back and play it. And FIFA 99, I don't think there is a reason to go back and play it other than um, historical purposes of seeing what people had to put up with back then. Um, I think for its time, it was brilliant. Um, it's a fun multiplayer game. Um, but I just think because Road to World Cup 98 exists and has that indoor mode and that's not really been done since other than in um, FIFA Street or something. That's the one that's the gem for me. And as much as I absolutely adored FIFA 99 and as much as I still think it's a very good game and like I say, if you if you only own a PlayStation 1 for some reason in 2010, so in 2020, um, then this is the best game on, the best football game on the system. But if you don't own it, there's I can't think of a single reason why you'd go back and play this game. So for that reason, I am saying junk. Well, you might um, pick up an old FIFA game because you, you know the the um, you want to help CEX clear some space on the shelves, and you know you don't necessarily want to pay uh, fifty quid for the latest one. Um, you know. I mean, if you if you can get FIFA ninety nine for cheaper in uh, in twenty twenty, shiny if you had a shiny ten pence piece, and, and you thought what. You know, I need to get as much gaming out of this ten pence piece as possible. You could probably, uh, you could probably pick up a, a copy of FIFA ninety nine for that kind of price. Yeah. Is. yeah. So if you've, if you've only got a PS one and you've been really, really hard done by by the current lockdown situation, uh, and you need to get as much gaming as you can out of your ten p that also needs to fund food and clothing, then uh, yeah, get FIFA ninety nine. But at the same time, you could probably get. Road to World Cup 98 for that price, so you just get that. How much would you pay Wes for um, a copy of FIFA 99 on the PS1? Folks, let me be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How much would someone have to pay you to make you play FIFA 99 for an hour? Uh, I mean, I mean, probably, probably a tenner. <laughs> there you go. It's now got, it's now got a tenner. <laughs> So like I said, I'd happily go back to Road, Road World Cup 98 and we'd meet, like I say, me and Dave did, even though Dave was too drunk on non-alcoholic beer to remember. 
Um, it's just, I just, the only reason I'd go back to this one is for nostalgia um, of, of playing it. And it has to be on the PC because the, the, I don't think the PS1 version is anything to write home about in terms of graphics, whereas I'd actually get some nostalgia from playing the PC one. But, you know, play for you for 2020, play for you for 2010, uh, 2011, not 2012. Uh, FIFA 19. There's plenty, plenty of FIFA games to play. FIFA 99. Um, as much as I loved it, would not be up there in terms of ones I'd recommend to go back and play. Junk. All right. Well, it fared a little bit better than the other two games, I suppose, because um, it got one person who didn't think it was junk. Yeah. So this is a uh, junk spelled with a G. Uh, uh, yeah, gunk, I guess, is a, <laughs> a, a, a junk or gem spelt with a J. So, uh, <laughs> jum. Who, who knows? We've never had to have a 50 50 split before, so it's all new to us. So, this is gem junk. Uh, so, yeah, if you're going to go and play something from our childhood, play FIFA 99, uh, or, you know, play something decent like Sensible World of Soccer. Um, but, you know, if you're not, then don't. <laughs> Simple as that. And definitely under no circumstances should you play virtual soccer. Unless you, you, uh, you just want to get a bit of rage out, you know. Cause... I would say virtual soccer is a good game if um, you want to recommend a game to someone that you're trying to kill of like a heart attack or blood pressure or something. So say you've got some inheritance that you want. Well, uh, Billy Cog just... once said, for all my rage, I am just a rat in a cage. And I think that speaks a lot about the current situation in, in lockdown, playing Virtua Soccer on the SNES. <laughs> this has been Super Fun Time Club. Thanks for joining us. Dave has given us a great sign-off. That's all we need. Yeah, See you uh, next time. Can I play you out, guys? Um, how? Like this. Brilliant. And then you just kind of fade out. Fade out slowly. Okay, but before we do that, um, so Wes, uh, so next time we do a, a podcast, we're going to do a, a proper rated childhood, not just on some football game you played. Yep. Um, so, what game have you uh, got for us to play? I have chosen. Okay, I've got two. I'm going to do an ip dip do in my head. Ip dip do. Do it out loud. Two, and we could vote. So my, the, it's going to be War Games Defcon One. Go on. War Games, Defcon 1. Is that a PlayStation 1 game? PlayStation 1 game. Okay, so tell us about War Games, Defcon 1. It is, from what I remember, it's about sort of the Earth fighting against an alien invasion. And you go around in different types of tanks and scout jeeps and you go around the map and you try and destroy the alien buildings and uh, Units and robots. And what? What? Why? Why have you picked this game? Then it popped up in my mind. I played this one quite a lot. It was a really good multiplayer game. It's this to play with with another friend. Okay, and in a parallel universe where you started on the other game in your dip do, what would we have been playing? Uh, Vigilante Eight. Ah, I love Vigilante Eight. Okay, this is probably better because I've never heard of this one. So yeah, Vigilante Eight would definitely have got a gem. Yeah, that's that is a bit of a gem, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, I've never heard of this one. Uh, looks like a pile of shit. So yeah, looking forward to <laughs> probably, <laughs> probably is. <laughs>
I take it you never heard of this one, Dave? Um, I, I have heard of it, actually. Um, it says it's called Just War Games on PC, and I do remember some reviews of it around the time. Never played it. I mean, I've typed in War Games Defcon 1 into Bing. I don't know why I Bing and not Google. Uh, and the top thing that comes up is uh, a website called Crappy Games. And it says, <laughs> War Games Defcon 1, crack, Crappy Games Wiki Uncensored. So, yeah, my hopes are pretty low for this one. So, you never know, it could surprise you. So, yeah, thanks for coming to Super Fun, Fun Time Club. I'm your host, Stephen. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. See you. I mean, there's not much to tell, is there? Like, we, we can't actually do anything. <laughs>